Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, good again. Welcome to Tidolo. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're killing What's me, bro. good with you, bro? <laughs> yeah. Hey, drink some more beer. Wow. Holy shit. Holy shit. We start off every week uh, with college football, as you guys know. Um, and there's no better place to start than the absolute monster of a weekend that has nothing to do with the games. Um, and we're going to get all the rivalry week last week that we saw, which was pretty good. You had Bedlam, you had the Iron Bowl, um, Michigan, Ohio State. Great games that we're going get, to get into. Um, do you guys want to start with that? Or do you guys want to start with the, the big news? Uh, start in the order everything happens. Start with the recap first. All right, let's start with the recap. I know the people are dying to hear Kay Morg's um, opinion on everything, but let's start with the recap. Let's start with Michigan uh, beating Ohio State 42-27 in an absolute thumping. Um, yeah, what do you guys got? All year, Ohio State struggled on defense, and they couldn't stop a soul. My God, it was it was pretty bad. The defense was pathetic. They didn't come out to play. They got ran all over. Um, but I won some money. <laughs> I'm just still rattled, obviously, about everything right now. <laughs> like, we'll get into takes in a minute. Um, but this is not this is like the truth podcast today. Like, this is not funny. There's no jokes today. This is like fucking real, obviously, to me. So, um, just where you guys is my mindset is at today. It's it's this is business. This is a big deal for me, obviously, with the news that broke. Um, but breaking down the games that we saw this weekend, um, Michigan just smacked the shit out of Ohio State. Yep. There's no other way to say it. Michigan was by far the more prepared team, by far the more physical team, and by far the more team that they just fucking wanted it. Yeah. Like flat and out smacked the shit out of Ohio State. And we we always talk about the Ohio State receivers, but Michigan had the best player on the field in Hutchinson who can be argued that he can be taken number one over Thibodeau. It's why not? Why not? Yeah. I no, mean, he, he's, he's taken over more games at this point. Yeah. More meaningful games at this point. Well, his odds went from like two weeks ago as like not even no odds for the Heisman to like minus or plus 1500 to now he's second, second favorite in the Heisman. Yeah. Something like I that. mean, Hutchinson was an absolute game wrecker. He was a fucking dude. But I mean, as far as the game itself goes, I mean, I'm just I'm very impressed with this Michigan football team. I mean, this is a team that I, we we talked about it last week. I mean, the matchup on paper, it was it was it was you know we all thought Ohio State was going to win. We all weren't on the Michigan train, um, but you know I definitely thought Michigan matched up well in some areas. And what we saw on the field was Michigan was just built better in a lot of ways, right? I mean, we talk about how dynamic and how insanely talented Ohio State is, but I mean, in the trenches, when it mattered, Michigan just bullied the shit out of Ohio State. And that's what really came down to in this game. And nothing Ohio State could do. I mean, they were just running down their throats and there was literally nothing they could do. Um, I mean, most of you guys watch the game, so we don't have to get too much into it, but I do want to get into the post-game uh, comments made by uh, Harbaugh and, you know, prior was the Ryan Day. So for all of you that don't know, um, I guess there was a conference call in 2020 because they didn't play. And Ryan Day was not happy with something that Harbaugh said. And after it was quoted saying, we're going to put a fucking hundred on Michigan. Obviously that didn't happen. Uh, but that led to Harbaugh having a quote 
post game, which I really love the quote where he said, some people start on third base and think they hit a triple. And this was a direct reference to Ryan Day being handed a program in Ohio State that recruits itself, that had already had a bunch of recruits coming in and kind of a well-oiled machine um, that he just got to take over. And Harbaugh kind of made a little dig at that. I thought that was – it's good for the rivalry. No, it was quote of the year. And, yeah. he's, and he's 100% correct. Yeah. I mean, to – I mean, some of – to Ryan Day's credit in a lot of ways, he has steered the ship correctly. He hasn't veered off course. He, he was given a key – keys to the kingdom by uh, urban meyer and he stayed on that course he's been to two college football playoff games he's done well with what he's been given but i mean for ryan day to make some of these comments that he does you know he's he's cocky when he has a great program but you know harbaugh just fucking wore him out with that comment that, that i mean that comment. was that was it was perfectly timed it was perfectly placed harbaugh to his credit all year has been nothing but quiet he's just kept winning he's been doing his thing and then on Saturday, they beat the fuck out of them. They storm the field. And then he says that perfect timing, unbelievably amazing for college football. And how long do you think he's been waiting to say some shit like that? Because they've been getting their ass kicked for the last five years, six years. Longer than that, right? He's 0 and 8. Has yeah. he been there eight years? Yeah. Wow. So. Um, but yeah, no, he, he, it's, it's been a long time coming from him. But, but, but Urban Meyer, again, like half of those were, I think at least five of those wins have been against Urban Meyer or right. losses, you could right. say, against Urban Meyer. So the last three have been really against Ryan Day. So I don't know if Urban, or to your point, Jim Harbaugh has had this in his back pocket for a while. Like, fuck Ryan Day. Like, you haven't built shit, dude. Right. Like, this is a, this is Urban Meyer program. This is Jim Trussell's program, not yours, dude. Though it's not really that fair to me, but... In what way? I mean, Ryan Day was on that staff with Urban Meyer. Like, he was helped building it just because he wasn't the face of it. Doesn't mean he wasn't on the front line. Yeah, but they didn't come. They didn't go to Ohio State for Ryan Day. No, Ur- but Urban Meyer g- gets all these. Who kids. recruited the Bosa's? Urban Meyer. Yeah, Chase Young was still an Urban Meyer guy. Like all those guys were still him. And at this point, this team, you could say, okay, maybe this team is more of a Ryan Day team, right? He obviously got C.J. Stroud, um, Alave, Garrett Wilson, probably also with him. I think they're juniors. Smith and Jigba. Smith and Jigba, sure. But when it mattered, this team was not physical up front. Right. They were bad on offense. They had their linebacker played, sucked. Their D-line, they got ran all over the field. Like, when it counted, and this will be a good transition to where I think some people were so involved in offense in college football, LSU, Bama last year, and Ohio State, when it mattered, the teams this year, Georgia, Michigan, the teams that are fucking thick up front that are going to be fucking bully you and be more physical than you, ends up winning these big games. And the better defenses, I'll even say that. Yeah. Look, look at, you know, look at the top five teams right now. All of like, top all, six. All of them have really good with defenses, the ex- with the exception of Alabama, who's been the most shaky defense out yeah. of the crew. But yeah, I mean, Georgia, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Notre Dame—they all play really good defense. Really good. That's defense. why they're better than everyone. Yeah. Well, I mean, damn, Bama even plays good defense because they have you know two, three NFL guys. But you know. It's not a great defense though compared to those other teams. I think those other teams have really good defense. They have better defenses than Bama, but it's not a bad. It's not a bad defense. It's not bad but defense. Let's just talk the about way the teams have been built are different. I would say where yeah. where where Urban Meyer was at Ohio State, they had the Bosa's. You know what I mean? They had True. Chase Young. They had True. these thicko, you know, Cameron Hayward, big ass D tackles from Ohio State or linebackers, Shazier, and all those other guys they used to have, where they were fucking dudes up front. You know. This team was very much run and gun outside, shoot the ball downfield. And when it mattered most, CJ Stroud fucking sucks. So Whoa. fuck you, CY. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. Sucks. He does he not suck. He's, he's terrible. He's, he's a good quarterback. A defense 
couldn't couldn't get off the field and the offensive line couldn't hold up. I mean, when he, they, he threw the ball 50 times for like 370. He plays better teams, he fucking chokes. I don't know if he he He's necessarily a fucking Heisman ch- candidate. I don't know if he necessarily he should choked. not win the Heisman. He couldn't if he would have won the Heisman, it would have been the fakest Heisman of all time, probably. It's well, still might regardless, be. it's going to be the it fakest Heisman. It still might Heisman be. Because if Bryce Young, but if Bryce Young beats Georgia, he then it's a lock. It. Then, then he deserves then it. Then it's a lock. Sure. But like, he's hey, otherwise. No one thinks that's going to happen, though. Hey. No, I don't. Second defense player to win it from Michigan again. I would love it. That'd be sweet. Yeah. I mean, he's deserving. You can't say he's not. Dude, he went He went to the, the Big Ten Championship and absolutely decimated that line. He did. Here's what I'll say about Aiden Hutchinson. And this will be a great top five that I'll do later. It looks like a Boza, by the way. Just 97. Big old white dude. Big old white dude. On the wrong team. This will be a good top five is like culture changing players or even coaches maybe. Like Aiden Hutchinson is kind of that guy to this Michigan program, I think, honestly. Like him coming back this season, like him and Quiddy Pay were both really good last year. Him coming back this year saying that he wants to be a part of a team that's going to be Ohio State. This means something to him. And then he does it, and he's a Heisman guy, and he's going to be a top 10 pick still. Like three sacks in the game. Right. And then five five tackles for loss. Against an Ohio State team that this is the most meaningful rivalry there probably is in college football. Like I said, 24 top 10 matchups all time. There is not another matchup that's had the elite amount of top 10 teams that this rivalry has had. And Aiden Hutchinson being that guy for Michigan this year. I mean, who knows moving forward, obviously, right? But as far as what this game meant, like, he means so much to this Michigan program. It was awesome to see. Right. All right. Well, and then segueing into what we talked about earlier with teams that are not built as strongly as they have been in the past or are built differently, Alabama has to go to four overtimes to beat Auburn. And they got lucky with the, the worst rule in sports. Yeah, it's pretty rough. But regardless, I mean, Auburn was winning that game the entire game 10 minutes uh, up by 10 in the fourth quarter 10-0 the entire game but bama just finds a way again and they they just win another game they, they squeak by i mean how many weeks straight now since the loss to texas m lsu uh obviously this game i mean L, or not lsu but they had like three other fucking close-ass games like this is not a dominant team no like no. they're not the third best team in the country this year they're no, really they're not. not they're not um they exposed this is good coaching you know credit to the goat but Minchie had the only good matchup they could find all game. They exposed it late, which, you know, helped them win. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, their number their number one receiver, I think Jamison or whatever, shut down all day. I know, Ohio State uh, transfer, yeah. which is crazy. Uh, the, <laughs> you know, running back, Robinson, couldn't get, couldn't get going. Mm-hmm. I mean, Auburn plays tough in the Iron Bowl, but they're not good, you know? So that that is concerning for Bama. Like, I know this is always a tough game, but, like, an elite Bama program should beat this backup quarterback, Finley. Yeah. But you know. it's like, it's just figured out. Like, you only beat Arkansas by seven the week before. You barely, you squeaked by a Florida team that yeah. fired their coach. Like, you're not that good this year. And the fact that the committee's still giving them credit, like, that's fine. They can be ranked. It's bullshit. You know, four or whatever it is. But the fact that they're three is bullshit. But you know, they, they should put them five or six and wait for wait for the SEC championship. Yeah, the SEC has just been pretty down this year, in my opinion. But, I mean, regardless, I mean, they get in. It is what it is. Bryce Young, you know, he figures out late in the games. I like Bryce Young. He's a good football player. He's from Southern California. To me, you can't like Bryce Young and not like C.J. Stroud. They're the same fucking guy. Bryce Young is way better than C.J. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He has not proven that at all this year. He is a thousand percent better. In any point, he has not proven that. He's a hundred percent. Show me how. How is he that much better? One, he keeps winning. 
<laughs> Two, he's he's clutching the fourth quarter. He, he, he's actually clutching the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, his composure, they're just different, yeah. honestly. They scored zero points in the first half. That's give, the first time dude, a Bama give, team has been shut out in the first half Bryce, since 2009. Bro, give Bryce Young and Jigma Smith, Olave and Garrett Wilson... Heisman is a lock, bullshit. and they, and they beat Georgia. Bullshit. It's not like their receivers aren't good at Bama. They have very good receivers they're there. They're good. They're not nearly as good the, as Okay, that's not fine. What, not what it's been in the in the recent past. But you're like, acting like Bryce Young is playing with oh, shit. Bryce Young Here's the difference. is Here's, way Here is honestly the difference. I have a, CJ I have a good Stroud, take. CJ Stroud is the worst player on Ohio State's offense. Facts. No, he's not. Their offensive line is dog shit. That is not true at all. They have two first round first rounders on their offensive line. They, they haven't they, been playing like that. They played terrible. The last two weeks, they played terrible. I asked the question in our group: If you could have any player on this field in our group chat, who would you have from that from the game, the Michigan Ohio State game? Yeah. No one literally even thought about C.J. Stroud, and that's a fact. No, because you named no three would. receivers before. Yes, and that running back, and running back, Henderson's fucking Aiden Hutchinson, yeah. Haskins from Michigan. You take all those guys before C.J. Stroud. You watch any of Bama's games or them like. Bryce Young is still going to be a guy that I would take before Mechie. I'd take him before their uh, Williamson, the receiver. Yeah, I don't I'd take I Robin. I'd take him before Robinson, 100%. I wouldn't. I don't. All right, here, here's the facts. Tua and Mac Jones balled out, right, as a Bama program. Yeah. Bryce Young shits on them talent-wise. Shits on them. He, he is not surrounded what they were surrounded with. Fair. You know what I mean? Very true. And so C.J. Stroud was gifted – a fucking arsenal. Yeah. And he's doing well. He's doing well with it. He's, he's playing great football. Like, don't get me wrong. But Bryce Young, with that level of talent, would have 50 touchdowns. He would have Joe Burrow numbers. Uh, oh, that's such bullshit. Stop no, that's not. Stop it. Why? Joe Burrow had Chase. The arsenal. Fucking, yeah. And then has talent as well. 100%. Like he's made the good and reads. He, he was good difference. with the football. Bryce Young is composed, plays great in the fourth quarter. So is Stroud. Stroud's a good fucking player. Here's the difference. Burrow had three first-round receivers, right? Terrence Marshall, or he Terrence Marshall went second round the next year, right? right. But he still had the other two, and he had Clyde Edwards-Lahair. Stroud, Stroud has the same exact thing. When you watch an LSU football game, you knew the reason why they were that good was because Joe Burrow was that good. Yes. You watch Ohio State football games, and you know they're that good because their fucking receivers are that good. You I don't think, say that about I think Chris Olave is like head and heels above better than any receiver and we all say that you, you guys think that better, chase better and jefferson then garrett wilson Igjigma smith right. anyone on bama dot uh dotson from penn state right. i think chris olave is number one in this class. but he's not hold cj shell's not holding those guys back he's letting them go no he's, feed, he's feeding yes. them as you should it's yes. gifted for him it's not good enough yep they didn't lose he's this game because enough. of cj stroud he's not good enough not at any point he's do you think that enough. they lost this game because he's a Stroud? No, <laughs> he's not good. They lost this game I, because I actually I agree run. with that, but he's no Bryce Young. Bryce Young, that is no Bryce Young. He's I, just, I, I, you I said don't he was the best that. quarterback prospect in college football, and I was like, no, he's not. He's definitely not. I'm not saying that, but I'm not saying you that. You said that last week. But I'm not saying he's head and shoulders. I think there might be the best prospect. I think there's several quarterbacks I would rather have at Ohio State than CJ Stroud. I don't. I don't just. I don't understand the argument that you're saying he's. Bryce Young is head and shoulders above C.J. Stroud because he, he has not proven that at all to me this Why? year. They have similar stat line. He's playing with less. Okay, we, we just said this. There's all reasons. Similar stats, if not better. Playing with less. And when in the but fourth quarter, defense. in the fourth better quarter, when it matters, he's made the plays in the fourth quarter, stayed composed, and played great football in the fourth quarter. When we watch drives in the fourth quarter against Michigan where it just doles out and C.J. Stroud didn't take over that game. Fair. I, I mean, you can't really say to me, though, that 
he has that much less because it's receivers. Yes, Hall State receivers are better. Running back, yes, but but Bama has a better better coach and a better defense. That mm-hmm. also helps immensely. No, of course. And CJ Stroud was dog shit in this game, by the way, till the the last two drives. You're right. Dog CJ shit is dog shit. I mean, uh, Bryce Young. <laughs> Bryce Young was dog shit until the game. last two drives. Yeah, and then played he's perfectly he's against a, he's, a bad Auburn team. I, you can't I, look I at me and say Auburn's a good said team. This a lot this year. Bryce Young is more of a gamer than CJ Stroud, and that's the difference. I'll give you me. that. I'll give you that. But you that's can't 100%. say it. You can't say that. I think he's ta- I think talent wise, he's sure amazing. All that stuff. Sure, fine. It's. Bryce Young's a gamer. That's, that's it, period. We'll see how that gamer plays this week. All right. Oklahoma State and Oklahoma. <laughs> Who, who's going to replay this week? What? Bryce, we'll see how Bryce much Young of a gamer he is the Georgia this week. D. I, I don't think he wins. I'm just <laughs> no, saying. Yeah. Well, well, you're a gamer. Let's see how, let's see how much of a gamer he is. off talking now. All right. He'll look better than CJ Stroud against Michigan. All right. Oklahoma State so. and Oklahoma in Bedlam. Oklahoma State takes the win, takes the crown from Oklahoma, which is important, especially Oklahoma. Yeah. Going into the SEC this year, and Oklahoma State shoves it right up their ass, and they say, we're the Big 12, we're staying, and we're going to take that from you guys. I mean, Oklahoma, I think, won six or seven straight Big 12 championships. Um, I mean, absolutely dominated that conference. And for Oklahoma State to get it done, that's a huge victory for the Big 12 and Oklahoma yeah. State. And Mike Gundy. But uh, I felt like this had a lot a lot to say about Caleb Williams. Is that that's yeah. the freshman, right? Quarterback. Yeah. Looking real young in the fourth quarter. Obviously, we know Oak State's defense is unreal this year. They're yeah. they're probably top of the country, top five, top six defense in the country. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Oklahoma was in this game the whole time, yeah. and then just couldn't come up with successful drives in the fourth quarter. Got out, you know, got outplayed in the fourth, thirteen to zero, outscored in the fourth. And I mean, he was he was kind of bad in the fourth quarter, which he wasn't bad all game though. You know what I mean? He had he had a good ball game. Outside of he you actually, know the final yeah. you know six minutes of football, he played well, especially given the fact that Oklahoma State does have an elite defense. I mean, yeah. um, if you look at that game, you break it down. I think Oklahoma State only gave up nine points in the second half to them. Like, I mean, they were rolling in the first half, so all those thirty p- points or you know twenty five points, whatever it would have been, was happened in the first half that they scored for Oklahoma. Yeah. So um, he he did a good job. You know, um, credit to him and as a player um, yeah shut out in the fourth no so. I'm, I'm interested to see how he you know progresses in his career but i mean i'm still going to give my flowers to you know oklahoma state for getting it done you know a program yeah. that everyone thinks was always offensive minded i mean they've had a ton of guys been in the league des bryant um who was the justin was justin blackman the receiver yeah. that went to the jags yeah. was a dude and then never heard from again never heard from um like they were like that offense you know forever and they're a finally defensive team potential to make the college football playoff now if they uh, take care of business against Baylor. So, I mean, I'm just really impressed with that program as a yeah. whole this year. Well, good for them. K. Morgan was really critical preseason, thought Gundy was going to get fired this year. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. I mean, hats off to Oklahoma State and how far they've come and, you know, like like everything you just mentioned. Um, Bedlam was a decent game. I thought it was really good until the end. I thought it was a good game. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I was like... It was competitive all the way through, which was nice, you know? I mean, it's good to see those rivalry games. I've always appreciated Oklahoma State, though, so good for them. Mm-hmm. Cowboys, good for them. I mean, it's been so long. And again, and then now that they're like the big dog in the pack tw- in the Big 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to be interesting. College football is going to be really interesting next stand, year. Stand down. I mean... The, the big dog coming. There's, I mean, the there's so many coming. things to unravel. Um, so, I mean... As that stands today, that was rivalry rivalry week. Wow. Yeah, that was Saturday. We also had the Egg Bowl that happened on Thanksgiving when Ole Miss took care of business against Mississippi State. Another great game. But overall, I mean, that's the close of the college football regular season. And 
just from what we saw on the field, from what just happened in the regular season, this was an incredible college football season. Amazing. I mean, it, was, it was solid. The amount of stuff that happened this season was absolutely insane, just from what's on the field. And we're not even getting into what I'm, we're about to yeah. get into. Don't don't downplay this season. Well, we it, loved we loved every week because it gave us. It depends how you look at it in terms of it gave us great a lot. season. Like it gave us complete anarchy. Yes, no question about it. But I also that's think what college it football ga- is. yeah, it is complete anarchy. That's what but it is. I I think it gave us that this expanding of the playoffs needs to happen. It, this was the year it should have happened. And I think it needs to happen now because I think moving forward, it's we're going to have more years like this. Well, here's the interesting thing about the college football playoff and the implications from this season. Because if you look at the college football playoff downs with the four-team format right now, right? All of us are going to go ahead and say we're going to predict that Bama won't make it considering we're probably going right. to lose to Georgia. So that means Bama's not going to make it. Ohio State's probably not going to make and it. Oklahoma. Oklahoma's not going to make it. And Clemson. Clemson's not going to make it. Nuts. The we've four seen teams. The, we've seen those four teams that last fucking which is, five years. Which is the most frustrating argument as a college football team. Oh, it's the same fucking four teams every single right. year. And you're telling me none of those four teams are going to make it this season? I have chills right now. Like, <laughs> that is why college football is fantastic. And again, like, that narrative is just, it's blown out of proportion because, yes, last year that's fine. But who would have predicted that Joe Burrow and LSU and that team was going to do it? Nobody. Right. Nobody. Nobody. You know what I mean? And that's why college football is so great because you have these stories and you have the Michigan storming the field against Ohio State. You know what I mean? You have the Georgia Kirby Smart story this year. You know what I mean? There's so many great storylines that this season gave us alone just from what we saw in this regular season. And now we're getting into the postseason, which is amazing. So as we get into the coaching carousel, I had this whole thing mapped out where we're going to, okay, we've got all these positions open. All right, you pick this coach, this coach, then you fill that job, and we'll talk about these coaches afterward. And then, that like... The shitstorm of all shitstorms in college football happened that I've never, like, if you would have told me that these coaches were going to go to these places, I mean, I would have, I mean, it's, I would never have believed you in a million years. I mean, it's the two biggest coaching changes we've ever had in ever, college football. Of all time. I mean, there's nothing. And it happens so fast. And they happen so fast, right after games. I mean, the next morning. Um, I mean, I don't want to get into those two first, but we'll talk about the first one right now. But I mean, we talked about those two specific jobs, USC and LSU, in depth multiple times, and neither of those two coaching names got brought up. None of them for no. where they ended up. You know, Lincoln yeah. Riley, Lincoln Riley had his rumors to LSU, but never to SC. But let's talk Billy Napier, Louisiana Lafayette coach, um, a team that we really liked, and a coach that I really liked for a couple of years. Now he ends up getting the job at Florida after Dan Mullen eventually gets fired there. What do you guys think about this hire here? I love it. He turned that program around. They're a good betting team for the last couple of years yeah. under him. Mm-hmm. And it's a, I think it's a good hire for Florida cuz you get a you you're going to you're Florida. You're going to get the hometown guys that want to go there. They're going to go play, for, you know, for Florida no matter who's over there. Mm-hmm. So you get a good coach that kind of bring this, you know, you know, the Raging Cajuns were Good football team. Solid. And they're disciplined. They're a good football team. And I think Florida needs a coach that's going to go in there, coach them well, discipline them, because Florida's going to get their recruits no matter what. Sure. Absolutely. See, why? What do you think? I don't know yet. I don't know. I'm not ready to write home that, you know, it's a tough job. Florida's a tough job. Yeah. It's a lot harder than I think a lot of people think, because there's a couple things. You have two very powerful colleges in that same state miami and florida state so you're you know gonna, I mean? recruiting there he's not a huge name you're also uh, in the against football world he is in, and also on the field you have to play against georgia every single yeah year. you're in the east <laughs> like, against georgia which obviously the east is be- is uh, not as good as the west 
So, I mean, you just got to compete with them. But And now on top of that, you have realignment that's going to happen in the SEC right. with Oklahoma and Texas. So that means Bama could scooch over to the east. LSU could scooch over to the east because the west could be all Texas, you know, Missouri, Oklahoma, you know, Arkansas. So it, it's not an easy job at all, and I agree with you. But there's a couple things that I will say about this job. I like Billy Napier. Like I said, I think he did a great job at Louisiana Lafayette because fucking years ago, Louisiana Lafayette was like the worst college football team in the country. Yeah. Like no, you, you turned them around. You play Louisiana they're Lafayette. Vanderbilt. Yeah, they're the Vanderbilt now. They're the UConn right now. You know what I mean? They're, they're that bad. They were. Now they're really good. You know, they beat Coastal in a playoff game last year. Like they're, they're fucking good, you know? So I think he's a good college football hire. Now what's interesting to me is one, you know, he doesn't come from a, you know, a power five school and the firing of Dan Mullen, for all the reasons why I hate him, I've said a million times on this podcast, but it's interesting. You know, he went to, you know, three straight New Year's Six Bowls with them, and then he has a terrible season. He gets fired. And it's just and it's just a weird thing that they fire him, and then they bring in a guy like Billy Napier. You know, you fire a Dan Mullen to bring in a Billy Napier, where basically they said, if you have one bad season here, you can get fired. Yeah. And I think this hire is more of like a culture change hire to where... I mean, to me, it's like you need to give this guy his time to develop a program here because that's what he does. It's going to take time. And, that's, and I think and I'm hoping that's what this Florida hire is doing. And they're trying to change the culture, change their program yeah. and be better over time. Give him a second. Because, yeah, winning next year is not enough. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like he that's just not how he's built. That's just not what he's going to do. He, he builds programs. You know, he did that. You know, he's proven that. But he's not going to prove that he can win in the SEC East in one year. That's just that's almost an impossible task from a guy like that. Like so that to me is a little bit of a strange hire in that regard. How many wins do you expect out of this team? I mean giving we know the kind of the recruiting class and then his kind of skill set. Would they win like 6 this year? Seven? Yeah, I would say 8. They'll do a little better. Yeah. I mean because with the way transfer works now, I mean we've already seen guys enter their name in the portal. I mean, and what Florida was hanging their hat on with Mullen was, oh, Anthony Richardson's the future. Anthony Richardson's this, Anthony Richardson that. Anthony Richardson might bounce. You know, with the transfer portal rules and the way it works now, like, he could say, well, JT Daniels and Stetson Bennett are going to be gone next year. Georgia needs a quarterback. Yeah. Well, he already you know had I mean? that. Like, that's he, just how it works. He had the debacle where he took Florida out of his bio on Twitter and then put it back. Exactly. So you have that whole thing. It's like... Who even knows what's going to happen with that program, right? For me, I, I definitely think he's a good coach. I think he's the right hire for that program moving yeah. forward. Yeah, I, I'd say, you know, seven wins, eight wins. I just don't see, you know, 10 or anything like okay. that. So, But it's a good hire. Um, let's get into the, the splash hires. Well, let's let's cover the other ones because before... Oh, the smaller ones? Yeah, so TCU hires SMU's coach. Yeah, well, um, offensive coordinator, right? So often, I, thought I think it was their offensive coordinator. Um Washington hires the head coach from Fresno State mm -hmm. and also takes the quarterback with them, which is that story is funny because he came from Washington. Yeah, he transferred from Washington. That yeah, shit's hilarious. I think that's a weird one, too. Hey, because he's a, he's a, I'll say it one more time for you. He's a gamer. That dude's a gamer. He's a gamer. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. Yeah, he's a gamer. Well, but they his, also have a five-star. Hayner? Or? Yeah, Jake Hayner. Yeah. But they've got Sam Hubbard or Heward, who's a five-star recruit that's a freshman this year at Washington. So I don't. I don't, I don't know what's going to give there, to be honest with you. And then um, Virginia Tech hires the defense coordinator from Penn State. Mm -hmm. So I think that's all of them that we've had up till. Yeah, I mean, obviously we the, have the, the vacancies big, yeah, that are happening the, now. Yeah. Um, so let's get in the big ones. Let's get in the big ones. You got Lincoln Riley, who has been to two college football playoffs, has had three or two Heisman Trophy winners. Yeah. You know, Jalen Hurts, another first or second round quarterback. He was given the keys to the kingdom by Bob Stoops at Oklahoma and then leaves to go to the University of Southern California. 
there's so many levels and layers to go into this. I mean, the contract itself was absolutely bananas. It's bonkers. Um, what was your guys' first thoughts and impressions of this hire, really? Bessie is back. That was your first impression? First impression you is... You said that about Texas, too, with Sark. I did, but this yeah. is this is a lot <laughs> it's different. True. It's a lot different. This is a lot. Like We talked about levels to this shit. This is so many levels to this. Is I saw a tweet. You know, it says... When SC hires a coach, their job is to protect Southern California on recruiting. Keep the guys there. They said Lincoln Riley is going to build a fortress around Southern California with fucking sharks with laser beams on their head and stone Freaking walls. sharks. Freaking laser beams. <laughs> what what is going on? He is going to keep all the talent in SC. If anyone can do it, it's this guy. And Lincoln Riley is such a splash hire. It's unbelievable to me this was like out of left field i mean i was fired up you know i'm a, I'm a big pack guy so and not only that it helps the whole pack right because when sc is good that means ucla is going to try to to obviously beat them but they're going to recruit to play sc mm-hmm. oregon's going to push them you know the washington's the arizona states those teams are all going to get better now that usc is going to get better before i get into my opinion i'm going to read the contract because yeah, this blows That's my nuts. mind. It's, okay. it's bonkers. So it was a $110 million deal. Ten, mm-hmm. 10 years. 10 years. USC is buying his his house, homes, sorry, his multiple homes, yeah. for 500 k more than asking price. Yeah, apparently he had, he had his house in Norman, and then he was building another house. Yes. Yeah. So both are being bought for 500 more than, than, than what yeah. it's worth. They bought him a $6 million home in L.A., and unlimited use for the private jet for his family. Not him, his family. Hey, I'm on that PJ fucking every night. Could I'm you imagine? You, I'm on that PJ everywhere. That is so. That is the details of his contract. Literally, fly to Disneyland. Blew my fucking mind. We're gonna go to Disneyland today. Yeah. Fly. We're gonna fly. Now my, my we're gonna fly. <laughs> now my thoughts. My my initial we're going to LA to Anaheim <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Ten minute. My initial thought was shocked because we've talked to the SC job several times on this podcast never once never once said his name never even thought about it we never thought lincoln riley would leave because why would he leave oklahoma's a top five top 10 program we mentioned the lsu job one time we're like yeah he wouldn't leave for lsu no no out of the blue not only dips not only is is he like great on the field there at Oklahoma like they've been to two college football playoffs with him you know they've, yeah. they he, the proof is in the pudding on the field you know what I mean they're a good football team every good young quarterback wants to play with Lincoln he gets Riley. every quarterback there at Heisman Oklahoma. Yeah. like he was the guy there and not only that like he's from Texas like he's the perfect fit there in a lot of ways too and I know fit is something that I think that is made up but in a lot of it does play a factor when it is so in sync like he was there or at least yeah. the impression was to me like I thought he was gonna die there like Bob Stoops yeah. did, you know what I mean? I thought he was going to be the guy there until he retired, honestly. Like it was that good of a job because Oklahoma is that good of a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, we've said UFC's, you know, in that top five, but then I said Oklahoma's like seven. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know what I mean? But in his defense, here, here's what it comes down to is he knows, private he jet. saw. That's what it comes down to, private jet. No, he no, can get a private no. jet <laughs> anywhere. I'm just kidding. But what I will say is that he saw what, Pete Carroll did at USC and we talk about splash hires we said that they had to be the name there has to be a guy that's going to keep 
DJ from going to Clemson, from Bryce Young to go to Alabama, even CJ Stroud, Olave, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You got to keep these guys in Southern California. And Lincoln Riley knows that, and he's going to do it. He just and did that's, it. And he's already started it, as we've yeah. seen before well, with the decommits. it makes so much sense when you really dive into it. One, the biggest reason I think is the most important reason is... He knows he can win a national championship there. It's not, not only that he can win a national championship, it's a lot easier to get there through the pack than it's going to be through the SEC. The SEC trail is going to be very hard. It's going to be grueling. Do you really think that's a reason? Though? I think it's one of the most important reasons. Uh, that's I, why he didn't want LSU. I, I actually buy that. He he knows if he's good at the pack, then he's and if the SC, he's going to have a chance to go to the playoff every, every year. single year. The SC, it's week in week out, and it's grueling playing every, LSU, yeah. playing Bama. You have to go against Saban. You I still get, think it's grueling playing anything. But it, it is, but it's not Mario the same. Mario Cristobal at Oregon is fucking great. Okay, like but Washington's they, been really good. But Washington's been to a playoff. But yes, but it's not the same as the SEC. We know this, right? Two, the second reason is he's already plucking kids out of Southern California to go to Norman, Oklahoma. Yes, it's a lot easier to keep them. Now he's going to keep all those fuckers here. Yeah. So I think Instead it, of saying, hey, let's go to Norman, Oklahoma, and it's like, yeah. okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, fr I'm from Southern yeah. California, but sure, like I want to play football there. Or... I'm going to play at USC at the Coliseum where I grew up loving. Yeah. Hey, CY has it right. I'm totally on that train. He saw an easier path to be the king. If he took an Oklahoma into the SEC. Well, I think it's an easier it, path mainly for recruiting. Because Lincoln yeah. Riley is a recruiter. And he knows, I mean, like you said before, I mean, he gets guys from Southern California. Even Spencer Rattler's from Arizona. You know what I mean? Right. Southern California from Arizona yeah. for where he's from in Phoenix is five-hour drive. You know what I mean? Oklahoma's much further and, than that. And the kid, the five-star quarterback from L.A. just decommitted, decommitted Oklahoma. And his receiver. And like, he's going to go to SE. We, we're already seeing that Lincoln Riley is taking no time in his kingdom that he's planning over there at yeah. USC. So, I mean, for me... This is a huge hire for USC. Like, it is it is massive beyond massive. What I will say though is, fuck Lincoln Riley for leaving Oklahoma though. Yeah, no, Why? he's a, he's a dick. He's a fucking dick. Bob Stoops gave him that program and said, look, this is a national championship winning program, team, everything. Here it is for you. Don't fuck it up. And then he just fucking bails on them. I mean, he got paid. And he's going to SoCal. He was getting paid Sick. at Oklahoma. Not that like, paid. You're telling me they uh, wouldn't have matched? Come on. Oklahoma uh, is just, Oklahoma they, just have well, booster they, money. They, Come on. They came out and said they weren't going to match that. Because they didn't think they had to. But they would have. You know, contract extension. Like It would have been fine. Like, but he, there was rumors saying that they weren't, they weren't happy with necessarily the way the program was heading this shit at Oklahoma. They're not worried. They lost two games this year. But they weren't. They, they said lost that, two fucking games they, this year. Come on. I'm telling you, that's what they're saying. less than a touchdown. They were, were saying they gonna that, fire him? Not going to fire him, but they weren't necessarily like thrilled with the direction i think that's bullshit i think that's smoke. i think that's bullshit think that's because they're smoke. fucking losing their mind right now who they're gonna replace them with true exactly like they've they've gone off the deep end with you know the traitor thing and then you know the the videos of someone throwing his shit off the office you know i mean that was really funny by the that way was, that was great. i don't know if that's actually bob stoops doing no that shot. but if it is that's hilarious be, oh my god no and i've heard that bob stoops and who's the other uh barry switzer their coach before him they're like fucking pissed Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like that Oklahoma pride and that Oklahoma fan base, like that's a very proud fan oh, yeah. base and, and, you know, university. Like you don't disrespect that, you know, franchise and that organization. You know what I mean? And he fucking did that. Straight up fuck you, went on his private jet and went to USC. Caleb Williams might be gone. That's they a very interesting topic. Yeah. That is a very but interesting he's not topic. going to SC. No, he won't go to SC. Jackson Dart is more than capable of winning next year. I don't think he's... 
I mean, Caleb Williams probably has more talent. Yeah, but, they're both what five stars coming yeah. out. Caleb Williams is re- very good. Like he, he's a good football player. Like, yeah, I think there's definitely some growth to do and learning. But I mean, at the end of the day, who, do, who would you rather have coach you than R- Lincoln Riley? You yeah. know what I mean? Quarterback I mean, wise, for like, sure. especially a guy that he started him over a Heisman finalist, right? I mean, like, come on. How fucking awkward was it that Oklahoma's? Well, first off, two things. I thought it was fucking legit that Lincoln Riley was in recruits' house before he even slept in LA one night, like. Right off the plane, he was. He already knew. He already knew where he was going. He wasted no time. And then this man wasted no time. Yesterday they introduced him, and that was sweet. But the the fact that all his coaches that he brought, I think it was like four of them, at practice, like watching practice, I thought it was like a little awkward, like them overseeing and looking at practice, like. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is what it is. I mean, they're they're already picking off so many players. I mean, I don't know how many players themselves will actually go from Oklahoma to USC, but. Spencer Rattler's in the transfer port, port, uh, portal already. Yeah. Um, I, I Caleb think, Williams is obviously a question. I think in the air. both gone, but not SC. I think they both dip out though. Yeah, something. But then you have their number one receiver, Hazelwood, is already um, in the transfer portal. Like we're already seeing it, and then the decommits just keep coming and coming. Like they're losing brutal, everyone. Brutal decommits. Do you think that this is like devastating to Oklahoma, or how do you feel about this program now? Oh yeah, it's fucking devastating for right now. I mean, it, it's gonna get bad because Oklahoma's well, Oklahoma. But well, Oklahoma has that ability to go make a splash, head coaching. Side. They have to, and they have to like as big as a splash Lincoln Riley to SC. They have to kind of match that energy and keep this recruiting class from falling apart because mm-hmm. they already lost their quarterback. They need to keep Caleb Williams in the building, and yeah. that hire has to be perfect has to be big because uh, it could go two ways it could go oklahoma stays how they are and maybe take a little bit of a, a regress but then gets back right away with a good coach yeah. like go to fucking nebraska or they can be nebraska is that what you're gonna think that in your head? Has, yeah because that was, that was what i was thinking like two elite programs like that you make a coaching change and this is what happens that's a nebraska let's just get into it who do you who do you think oklahoma yeah who's your guy there we'll skip a little bit who do you got I saw some interviews that they're interviewing four guys. Okay. Um, Name those. Well, who do you like out of them? I'm trying to remember who uh, who they all were. I'll tell you the one that I think makes the most sense, I think is a good hire, a guy that should have been gotten a job a long time ago, is Venables out of Clemson. Venables was one of the guys I saw. I love Venables out of Clemson, especially mm-hmm. going into an SEC, you know, comp, going into the SEC, a guy that has had elite defenses year in and year out from Clemson who's – a national champion he's used to winning he's coached guys like in good college football teams right i mean he's got linebacker after linebacker guys that don't make the nfl but they're dudes in college football and that's kind of what oklahoma needs especially with this program the way they've been they've been so offensive minded they've been constantly just running gun kyler murray baker mayfield all these guys are putting up 50 but they give up 80 yeah you know what i mean especially these national championships give them a guy like venables who can no, who can scheme and beat a team like LSU, a team that can beat like Bama. Uh, I love Venables at Oklahoma. And he's an Oklahoma guy. He's from, he went to Oklahoma. Yeah. One, uh, one hire that kind of might stand out and it'd be, it'd be a huge splash, but also disrespect the program he's leaving. Mm-hmm. I think Matt Campbell. Oh, I, no, I saw him. his name. His name was one of the ones I saw too. That, was... that would keep them afloat. I saw Josh Heupel. I saw. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, Iowa State has been solid. Matt, Matt Campbell, Campbell has good. turned that place around. I actually saw they're going to request an interview after this weekend was Fickle. Stop. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm not going to even say his name. That's also fair. I mean, to me, I don't know. Fickle's 
little too wrapped up right now, and I think Oklahoma wants to make this move quick because all these teams are fucking moving like wildfire at this point. Um, but I, I like Venable there. I've, Venable is a the hype solid. one's a little quick. Like he had one good year at Tennessee. Now we're just yeah. jumping. Like what he, about you? Need to have some stability. Your recruits won't trust you. You think Chris Ball could leave Oregon for Oklahoma? No, he'd leave for Miami though. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that, but I also think which he's is on really the board still. Spot. I mean, Manny Diaz could get the can it soon. Is. It is, but I think they would have done it by now. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird Maybe. because you've got guys leaving teams that are still in hunts at this point. Like, yeah. we're not even we'll, going there right now. We'll, but like, you we'll, have we'll people be there soon. just fucking jumping shit. Okay, well, let's, without even fucking thinking. Let Let's get into it. All right, Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame for LSU. Gets a 10-year, $95 million contract. Notre Dame's still in the hunt. Could possibly make the college football playoff. Um, and the, the committee actually mentioned that their coach left and might have been a reason that Oklahoma jumped them from 7 to 5. Oak o- State. That's what I meant. Sorry. Oklahoma State. Um, I know we all want to hear K. Morg's response. So we're going to step back. We're going <laughs> to let K. Morg talk. I'm going to stand up for it. K. Well, Morg, what do you got? I mean, <laughs> you're putting a lot of pressure on me. But, I mean, yeah, this has been weighing on me since yesterday. I mean, I mean, we were texting about it, like, oh, it's going to happen. And I was like, look, Brian Kelly is not leaving Notre Dame, guys. Like, you're fucking crazy if you think Brian Kelly is leaving Notre Dame. It's just not going to happen. An exact text. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. Like, he is set, he's been there for 12 years. He's built a, an amazing program. We've been to a BCS national championship. We've been to two college football playoff games. Like, we're a fucking great program. We're for sure a top five program right now. Number five, probably, I would say. Like, Brian Kelly won't leave. Why would he leave? We'll build him a fucking statue there. He's all-time, the most all time winning coach. All time winningest coach. Most wins, more than Era Parsegian, Lou Holtz. Um, I'm forgetting somebody really Luke, big. Luke Rockney. Nuke, Nuke Rockney. You know what I mean? Like, legends of college football, Hall of Famers. He has more wins at Notre Dame, one of the most legendary college football programs. So I'm like, there's just no chance. <laughs> like, there's no chance. I follow him on Instagram, right? I posted the other day. For, he's like, you know, as an Irish Catholic, you know, boy growing up in Boston, like the dream has always been to coach at Notre Dame football. There's that. Smoke. A week ago, he says, they ask him like, oh, is there any plans to leave Notre Dame? You know what I mean? Like, do you see yourself retiring? He's like, oh, absolutely. He's like, Mike Tomlin said it best when he said, you know, unless some fairy godmother gave me $300 million to leave, I would never leave Notre Dame football. I guess it was only $95 million. Exactly. I guess it only took $95 million for you to leave, you Not fucking scumbag. Um, he's a fucking traitor. Like, he's, he's dead. <laughs> he's a fucking loser. I literally hope LSU... I hope he's there for 10 straight years and he, they fucking lose every game. And then they're good. I like LSU as a program. It's not even disrespectful to LSU. I just fucking hate Brian Kelly. Like, he's a fucking loser. Well, we've always known about Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. He's a dickhead. He's a dickhead. But we've we've accepted it. We've accepted it because we've been winning. And it's like, you know what? He's a dickhead. If you win 10, 10 plus games every, every year. year. We win it every fucking I know, year. I know why you're hurt. But you know he's only getting paid like $2.5 at Notre Dame? You know, I've heard that. And again, Notre Dame has... Way more money than LSU does. No, it doesn't. Not yes, they do. Not even close. You're full of fucking shit. Not Cody, I'm not getting into this argument with you about Notre, Notre Dame, Dame versus not LSU. The, not money-wise. Uh, you're wrong on that one. God. Okay. You're wrong. Okay. Anyway, um, they will pay him whatever coach. If they so, want to get a big name, okay, they can pay so him $200 million. L- So LSU, what? It's $9 million a year? Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Nine and a half. Nine and a half million. 
if he had went to Notre Dame, was like, I need ten. Could that do? Could they do that? Of course they could. I mean, because it's one thing you built your program. You're the most winningest coach. All these facts you named, right? I just think. But I if just, at the end of the day, LSU. It's a great program. They're not Notre Dame, but it's a great big SEC program. Goes, hey, we have 9.5. You're going to fucking go. And here's what it comes down to for both for both coaches, Lincoln Riley and Brian Kelly. They both felt they have a better chance of winning a national championship at LSU and at USC. Oh, 100%. That's what it is. And for Brian, I'm sorry. It's not money. Because I feel like he has a better no. chance at Notre Dame. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And LSU? I think it's both. Yeah. He th- they both think that the recruiting advantages at LSU and USC are greater. And in some ways they are at, at LSU because academically it's very fucking hard. Even as a football player, you still have to get, I think the score is like a 26 to get in to Notre Dame for an ACC, ACT score. And it's not even close to that at LSU. Yeah. So like the advantages in that regard are great. Obviously the other one being they're in LSU. LSU is a hotbed for recruitment, where Indiana is not. Louisiana. It's also yeah, that's what I said. You said LSU. It's the same place. So and then same in place. Indiana, in Indiana, it's freezing fucking cold. You know what I mean? Like it's just there's differences, right? But at the end of the day, seven, he was seven million dollar difference too. Again, B, we would have fucking paid that money. Like it's not that big a deal. It's not about the money. It's about it's about him thinking he can win a championship there. But I'm sorry, I think it's a little bit. Notre Dame, money. Notre Dame has proven that. We're right there on a fucking national championship level. Like, we're right fucking there. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah, if but... If he's there a little longer, I am confident we can get that. I'm not worried about that at all. We've been to three with him in then 12 years. And he feels... I think he feels like that's the best they could do. You know, they they, they reached their You're peak. saying Notre Dame will not... Can't win a national championship anymore? I, I feel like Brian Kelly felt that way, that he couldn't get past I, the I understand he felt that way, because I'm not he's saying a they fucking traitor. Because he's a fucking loser that is scared to fucking battle and get it done. That's what it comes down to. And he feels that because the SEC has biases and that they can get in the playoff with losing two games or yeah. sucking Nick Saban's fucking dick that you can get in well, for Sa- whatever. Well, Saban's putting him on his ass, what, fucking how many times in the playoffs already? So, he, yeah, he probably feels defeated. Twice, but that's fine. But at the end of the day, like... And in a, in a national championship as well. That's fine, yes. we they BCS national championship, they beat the shit out of us. But what I will say is, like... Notre Dame has not been shitty against other times we've played. Like, LSU against Notre Dame, we beat the shit out of LSU in, like, three straight. Like, Fournette was there, we beat the shit out of LSU. When Darius Geis was there, we beat the shit out of LSU. Like, we can, we fucking beat SEC teams, period. The Georgia games, we lost to Georgia by, what, two points a few years back or five? And the year before that was our last second field goal with Jake Fromm. Like, we're that fucking program, too. Like, we'd be fine in fucking SEC. Fuck everybody else. And fuck Brian Kelly for every piece of shit. I do think it hurt with the no conference. I mean, the no conference does hurt Notre Dame. It's always the argument that comes back to them. Well, the the problem with it, yeah, because they don't have a game this weekend. Right, that's gonna hurt them this weekend. That hurts them. That's fine. But the problem with being an independent team is the way the people view it incorrectly. As an independent school, there's only I think two or three teams in all of college football FCS Division One that have not played a Division Two or FCS team. That's Notre Dame. UCLA and USC. That's it. Everyone else, all the fucking SEC fucking losers, play their goddamn FCS teams, Jacksonville State, fuck them, and they play them in their week 10 or whatever it is just to get a cupcake game in to win. Notre Dame plays North Carolina, Cincinnati, USC, UCLA. Like, we play these fucking... Who else did we play this year that was unbelievable who underperformed? 
I'm trying to think. We played Purdue. We beat Purdue. We beat Wisconsin. Like we play these teams. We play Michigan like every other your, year. Your schedule's insane. Our schedule's fucking insane, insane. But people view it incorrectly because they think, oh, they're independent. Oh, then they play Akron. You know what I mean? Oh, this SEC schedule and SEC is overrated. Like, I don't fucking. I can't argue that. I don't think it's viewed like you. The playoff committee put you guys in because of your strength of schedule. Yeah, but it hurts them. Like the the no, playoff it, committee has already especially showed this us week. That conference champion is a really heavy weighing factor. Well, they already did it with Oklahoma State. Yeah, they're dying. They're dying to get them in if they win. Well, the problem, like again, the problem is that the teams that Notre Dame had scheduled were all once ranked in the top fifteen. USC was a top fifteen team at one point. North right. Carolina was a top fifteen team. <laughs> Cincinnati is a top four team. You know what I mean? Like we had this schedule. We had this not four. Or, they just, are in the just, playoff. But then Wisconsin was also a top 10 team, a team that almost just made the Big Ten championship. Purdue, who beat Michigan State. Like, we had a murderer's yeah. row of a schedule this year. It's just some teams underperformed, unfortunately. So, with all that hatred and, and traitorness that you've given to Brian Kelly, Scumbag, yeah, there is, you know, something that needs to happen, and that's Notre Dame needs a coach. Well, yes, that. I mean, I mean, break down CYMB, what you guys feel is the actual hire for LSU, though. I mean, obviously, we've talked about him leaving Notre Dame and being a piece of shit, but how is he as far as a coach and going to LSU, in your opinion? I think he's one of the most underrated coaches in college football. Um, he knows how to win. He knows how to recruit. Um, and I think that's going to take care of itself. Um, I am worried about his age. He's 60 years old, so he's not a spring chicken. I mean, Saban's like 78. Like, Yeah, but Saban, how much does he really have to do now? It's kind of a world oil machine. you got to build this thing from the ground up. Um, and yeah, you can recruit Louisiana and you have a stranglehold on that. And I think he'll do a good job. Um, and I think he'll, he'll be fine. I mean, he'll, it's Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's a good coach. He's won everywhere he's been. Um, he's just a piece of shit of human. So, but as a football coach, he's good. And I think he'll win. Same. He wins everywhere. So I expect LSU to be a little bit more competitive than they were this year. Um, they've obviously had the, the Joe Burrow year. Outside of that, I mean, they're on and off good. And I think now this will be a consistent good. Yeah. Which is a little bit different. That's what Brian Kelly, I will say. I mean, for for him being a piece of shit, which he is, and I wish him nothing but failure in the rest of his life <laughs> and his family and everything else that comes with him. But what I will say about him is that he is stable and consistent. I mean, I had, I mean, he was there for 12 years. I'd say one year we had a bad year. Other than that, I mean, it was literally at least 10 years of, like, 10 wins. Yeah. Like, every single season, we're in a New Year's Six Bowl. Every single year, we're competing for a national championship. You know what I mean? So, I mean, for for growing up when I lived with getting our asses beat by USC, and then for the last literally 10 years, us beating the shit out of USC, it's been great. So, like, I will say that the guy is a winner. Um with that being said, I wish him nothing but failure forever. I want that to be known for, to his family and to his friends and everybody he'll ever associate with that he's a piece of shit scumbag. I love that. Well, no, that's off the table. Uh, Who does Notre Dame hire? Yeah. They, apparently it came question. out. Yeah. I mean, rumors are they're starting more and more sources are starting to come in that yeah. uh, Notre Dame hires Marcus Freeman. Marcus Freeman's an up-and-comer defensive coordinator for Notre Dame right now. This is his first year there? Yeah, this was his first season. First with us. season. Where was he uh, last year? Bearcat yeah. Nation. We, we took him from Luke Fickle. Fickle. We took him from Fickle, and my my, you know what? When it all came down, I said I'd be fine with Brian Kelly leaving as long as Luke Fickle came to Notre Dame. Obviously, right. I'm a huge you know Luke Fickle Bearcats. We went to the stadium for Christ's sake for the guy. Yeah. So I mean, I was all in on Luke Fickle, but 
you know, I, I just think the timing is off. Obviously, Cincinnati and um, Luke Fickle's a stand-up man. He wouldn't leave a contending national championship playoff team in the middle of the season like Brian Kelly would. Fucking idiot. But um, Marcus Freeman's a stand-up guy. He's a great coach. You know, he's been... He's a he's an Ohio State. He actually played for Fickle when Fickle was the D coordinator at Ohio State. And then they kind of grows together at Cincinnati. Now he's over at Notre Dame with us. This is his first season. And the proof is on what's on the field. And our defense has been fantastic this year. We've had a really good defense, struggled at first. And then, I mean, what we've seen on the field the last couple of weeks, we are an elite defense. So, um, and, it, and in a lot of ways, I think a lot of Notre Dame fans feel the same way where I thought, Marcus Freeman might have been the guy like in the future anyway. Right. You know what I mean? Like he was kind of like that coach in waiting, kind of younger as, as so, uh, so you love, said. You love the hire, just a little disappointed. It's not four years from now. Yeah. Like I yeah. think if, if this would have happened in three years and Brian Kelly, like, you know what? I'm going to retire with a national championship on that third year. Like I would have been very happy. You know what well, I mean? Breaking news. This might help you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Tommy Reese is not going to LSU. He's staying to be the OC in Notre Dame. And good for him. I, I hated Tommy Reese as a quarterback at Notre Dame, and uh, I hate seeing him to this day because he was so terrible for us. But uh, he's not a bad OC. No, he's not a bad OC. And it's funny is he's kind of like Kellen Moore for Boise State. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like I hated him in college football, but he's turned out to be a good offensive coordinator. So um, and good for Tommy Reese for being true Wait, did to you fucking just compare himself. Tommy Reese OC to Kellen Moore as the OC of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, they're I not said, comparable. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's a, I'm just saying they're just comparable players. players yeah maybe yeah, not OCs no, I'm saying it's college football guys okay, and I okay. hate seeing them okay and now they're both good offensive you know what would turn uh, K-Morg's world upside down is a couple years from now Bo Nix offensive coordinator for you mentioned that last week he will. for Brian Kelly <laughs> no, at oh, LSU no he'll be the quarterbacks coach for Notre Dame next year he'll rise up and eventually be our head coach Oh, like, I, I already you. know it'll happen. I hate you. Oh, if he transfers to LSU next year, that would be amazing for me. Oh, my God. I'd go would to every game. Would you fade them every week? Every game. He's I, already going to fade them I'd go week. to every game with a poster, <laughs> fuck Brian Kelly with a Bonex jersey on or something. I don't even know what I would do. All right. Anything else? My fucking mind. Anything else you got on this? No, I, I like, I'm happy. I'm happy um, with Marcus Freeman. A lot of people say that he is the reason why our recruiting class has been so great. Um We've lost one recruit in this process right now. And to be honest with you, um, that recruit could really come back, especially with this Marcus Freeman hiring, because right. a lot of people are saying that he uh, is the reason why our recruiting class has been so great this last year. We are, we're the number five coming in this year, and we have the number two recruiting class following the next year. So Fickle um, stays put. Yeah, and, and Fickle That's stays fucking put. fucking huge. Which is very cool. You know what I mean? That stays good for B and the Bearcats. Um, the one thing that does concern me is obviously with you know splash hires in college football is this Notre Dame. You know Notre Dame is again a top five ten elite program and a top five ten elite coaching job. So to me, it's it's not a splash hire in the grand scheme of things where recruits are going to be like, oh, I want to play for that guy like they do about Lincoln Riley or Brian Kelly. So that that concerns me a little bit with Freeman. But as far as his acumen on the field and what he's brought to this program, I'm I'm satisfied with the hire. I'm very excited Good. for him. All right, so. Prediction. We we talked about Oklahoma already. So, yeah. um, does Dan Mullen get a job? Well, Dan Mullen's interesting. He was rumored even last year that, and it's been very, very widely criticized and well documented that he does not enjoy recruiting. He's not a big recruiter. He just likes doing football, and he gets you know these three stars that turn out to be really good, like Dak Prescott and whoever else. Right? 
I think he's an NFL guy. NFL, I think I think NFL. I think he's going to be an offensive coordinator somewhere in the NFL next year. I can see that. that's a good. I part. love that. I yeah. love that. I just, I just think that's the best fit for him right now. I think he just burned a little too much, too many bridges this year. In the I don't think. Football. I don't think Coach O gets another job this year. He's going to live on that buyout for a while. We could see him back in a few years, but I don't think he's going to coach next year. Louisiana Lafayette. Ooh. Ooh. Coach O. Lafayette, that'd be sweet. He, he's Lafayette. I mean, he is everything Louisiana. He's way more raging Cajun than he is, you know, LSU at this and point. That, that'd be a sweet, sweet hire. Be, that would. I like that. It'd be good for... No Cajuns. Yeah, it'd be good for that program because <laughs> they would still have a little bit of, uh, you could say, relevancy with Coach O. Yeah. So that's that's the one I think would be a good hire for them. All right. It's time to get in the conference championship week. Well, what about Kiffin? I mean, Kiffin's not going anywhere yet, though. I mean, yes, uh, but like, why? I think that needs well, to be talked about. I think he's waiting about. for Miami. I mean, like, I don't know. I like, feel like we should wait on Kiffin do you because think we don't he, know yet. Do you think he was, like, offered LSU? Do you think he was offered USC? Like, do you th- like even Oklahoma is an option. You know I what mean, I mean? Like, I mean. Yeah, I could see Oklahoma. But but what does that do for Manning, little Manning? Little Manning apparently wants to go to Texas with Sark. Yeah, so, I don't know. Texas. He committed to Ole Miss. No, he's, he's not committed. He's not committed. No. That was what? just a, a video. You see that video of his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, a bullshit video. I don't know. I thought Lane Kiffin and You'd Archie think. Manning have been tied together for You'd a minute. Think Ole Miss and Eli. Don't you, go to you don't go think. to Texas. But apparently, especially with how trash they are, but whatever. Um, but Kiffin's just—it's interesting because he was the hotness all year yeah. and just yeah. nothing, nothing. Like, no LSU, no, no. SC. That's no. true. No Notre Dame. No, he's not a Notre Dame guy. You know what's the funny thing about Notre Dame is we were—you know—before Freeman was pretty much announced at this point that he was going to be the guy. Um, there's obviously a lot of speculation because Urban Meyer has been very vocal in saying that Notre Dame is his dream job. You know what I mean? That, that yeah. was like his whole thing was like basically you can't bring in Urban Meyer any job. Like he said, basically like any job anywhere, like he would take Notre Dame over it. So, and it's the first time it's been open in 12 years. So it's and then like, you know, I'm texting with Notre Dame fans and like, what'd you do Urban? What'd you do Urban? And I thought to myself, like, you can't do Urban. Would I sell my soul for a national championship? That's literally what that means. Because yeah. I know if I if I get Urban Meyer in my program, he's gonna win a national championship in three to four years. And like, he's gonna do whatever he a, can. That's a guarantee, and he's gonna do whatever the fuck he can do it. And would I do that? And then he'll bounce. And but would I do that though? Absolutely fucking yeah. yes. <laughs> of course I would do that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Fair. For a national championship, I would take Urban Meyer in a fucking heartbeat. Fair. He can have sex with whatever blonde on a bar stool. I wouldn't care. I'm just showing Kay Morga a picture from uh, Tommy Reese tweeted out like instantly right now that from wolf of wall street when leonardo dicaprio says i'm not fucking leaving and, and then he like, just does the the overbite bulldog yeah that's that's so, high. that's so me and that's just everything uh i hate tommy reese still <laughs> he walked by me at uh when i was at notre dame freeman and reese did they were going up to the booth right before the game and i was just like god i just i just hate tommy reese so much to this day i hate his face He's got yeah. a bad haircut. Some guys, some people's face you just hate, no matter what. He's that guy for me. He's that's a good topic. Top five hateable faces. That is. That's a good one. Too. I have a top five today. Oh yeah, I do have one. Oh, I'm excited. And it's a college football one. So Cody. Yeah. Jesus. That's, that's fucking tight. God All right. Damn, let's dick. let's get into the conference championship week. Um, this is a big week. I love conference championship week. Yeah, it's the best. Rivalry and then conference yeah, championship is bad, nothing good. better. And then was it next week we get Army Navy? Army Navy's ne- this week too. This this week? Yeah. No, it's, it's not this week. You sure? Yeah, Army Navy's a week on its own, where it's just by itself. I think it's it next week. Conference, okay. Um, I so it up. let's start with the Friday night game. 
Oregon, number 11, Oregon takes on number 19, Utah, in a rematch where Utah thumped them, ruined Oregon season. Utah is minus three. I think they played this game um, in Levi Stadium, if I'm not mistaken. They used to play it there. I, don't, I think it's still there. I was um, going to say they might have moved it to Vegas. I think oh. it's in Vegas now. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. Um, who do you got in this game and why? Yeah, Allegiant Stadium. Oh, Vegas. Just, yeah. oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I was on Oregon last time. I'm just going to ride Oregon again. I mean, I can't get the bad taste out of my mouth from what I saw in that football field. They just beat the shit out of Oregon. So give me Utah again. But I'm not going to bet it, to be honest with you. I don't want to bet against the Ducks. Yeah. Uh, I also took Utah to kind of ruin the Oregon season. And I'm sticking with Utah. They just looked stronger, faster, better. It's just I'm I'm with K Morg. That that game just does not sit right. They they got their fucking ass beat. It's a Utah team that like if they didn't fuck up early in the year, like well, before that quarterback change. Yeah, they would mess around yeah. and beat some fucking teams, yeah, honestly. Exactly. Was, honestly, since they switched quarterbacks, they only lost one game. That was my yeah. dark horse to win the pack. And that was mine too, actually. They damn might. Well, I yeah. think it might have been my pick. Yeah. I don't remember. You had them win the South. Yeah. yeah. Or you had them win the South. You I had UCLA. Yeah. 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 I had them win the South. my dark horse. Yeah. I had them win the South. I'm going to go with Oregon. Uh, revenge, revenge game. Uh, they have a bad taste in their mouth from the way they got thumped. Neutral site. I like Oregon. Yeah, to neutral site. That's a good. That's a good point difference. But again, if Oregon just had a better quarterback this year, they'd be. I would have liked them a lot more. Um, ACC championship. I absolutely love this game. I've been on both these teams all year. Um, number this seven. This is a fun game. It's a very fun like you game. love this game as a fun like just watch college football. Game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, it's not a great betting game. Honestly. No, you gotta t- you gotta tune into this one. Number seventeen, Pitt is a three point favorite against number eighteen, Wake Forest. Two quarterbacks who've really overachieved this year. Um, Kenny Pickett and Sam Hartman, both super fun to watch. Love both these programs. Good for them. You know, they make a splash in the ACC, and we get some different teams in there. We don't get the Miamis, the Clemsons, the Virginia Techs. North Carolina. North Carolina. We get two middle-of-the-road teams for the last 10 years that just have good seasons and have a chance to win the ACC, which we haven't said um, in a long time. Who do you like in this game and why? Uh, Everything you just named is perfectly describes this game. And we'll just talk about the big names here. I think Kenny Pickett goes and gets it done and solidifies a top 40 draft pick. Good for him. Yeah. Good for Kenny Pickett, man. Good for Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of both these quarterbacks, you know, just two guys that have been under the radar quietly, two of the best quarterbacks in the country, honestly. So um, the line is 71 and a half. Wow. Probably goes over. Yeah, both I, these defenses. I like I mean, bettable. Honestly, Pitt's defense is a little better than Wake's. Uh, I like Pitt in a shootout. That's close. I could see Wake winning though. Everyone doubts Wake and they win. I don't know. Yeah, give me Pitt, but it's gonna be. I'm close. gonna watch this game for pure enjoyment. Oh, pure enjoyment. It's gonna watch the ball fly all over the field. All right, Bearcat Nation. One game is standing in the way from us going to the college football playoff. One week, one baby. fucking week, one fucking game, and coming to Nipper is number twenty-four, Houston, a very, very underrated team this year, a very good team. It's a good football team, and they're coached very well. Dana Holmgren. This is a tough one. Bearcats a, ten, ten and, and a half. half point yeah, favorite. ten and a half points here. I think we're all gonna say Cincinnati. I don't. I don't even think we need to talk about it. I will be in Cincinnati for this game. Oh really? Yes, I will be in Cincinnati. Are you going? Is this game at? It's in, it's in Nippert. Yeah. Tickets sold out in two minutes. Oh, you still need to like be around there. Though. But imagine Holy Grail for this game 
Like imagine like Holy Grail is a sports yeah, the bar city's Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I'm shaking a little bit. Um, imagine I'm putting it on the scoreboard at the Red Stadium like we saw last time. I need to drive. <laughs> I will be at this game. I will not be at the game, but I will be in Cincinnati. I, the wow. energy is going to be electric. I'm I'm shaking a little bit. I also don't. I want to say something. I don't want to downplay Houston. No, at all. They're fucking good. No, I'm. I'm. I'll be on ten and a half. Is that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. Like I think Cincinnati wins this football game, but I think they win by honestly like, like five points. Wow. Like I think Houston's a really good football team. Um, I, I definitely like the fact that they're at home, but we've seen Cincinnati play these tough, close games, and um, I, I think they're a better football team at the end of the day, so I think they win. I just think they win close. They don't blow here, teams out. Here we go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it again. Fickle stayed home. That's Mortal good. fucking lock. Oh, these boy. players are going to play for him this fucking Saturday. I I think since he has the same type of game they had against Notre Dame, same type of game they had against SMU. Yep. Where they're completely locked in and they prove why they're the better team. And their coach is not a traitor. But you know what? And I will say they're 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 he's not a traitor. Not a Good traitor. Good for fickle. But if he did come to Notre Dame, like that's coaching up, which is fine. You know what I mean? You're going to a program that doesn't have as much resources for a better program. Hire you know him in I mean? February after he has a national championship yes. under his belt. Have some respect. Yeah. Have some fucking respect yeah. to LSU and Brian Kelly, you fucks. But here's the thing. Okay, I was going to go into another coaching topic. But fuck <laughs> LSU and Brian Kelly. Okay, sorry. All right. Um, yeah, give me some Cincinnati, though. Big Ten Championship in Indiana. Um, it is Indianapolis, I'm Indianapolis, sorry. which will be close by. Only an hour 15 away from that. Um, wow. Number 16. A lot of football going on. Number 16, Iowa against number two, Michigan. 13, Iowa now. 13, Iowa, yeah, sorry. They, they dropped them. Um, Michigan's 10 and a half point favorite. Two teams we did not expect to be there this weekend. We thought it was going to be Wisconsin, Ohio State the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Both teams dropped the ball. This game is going to be boring. Um, I don't think a lot of points are scored in this game. It's going to be a true Big Ten matchup. So except you, the weather. Who, who do you like winning? We'll get to that later. This is a prediction. What the yeah, hell do you mean? Yeah, Give me Iowa. Give me Iowa wow. to win. Anarchy. What? Fucking so you want Notre Dame and Oklahoma State in without a head coach? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Give me it. So I really wanted this to be Wisconsin because I think they could have won. I think Wisconsin could have won this game too. Um, But yeah, Michigan has won me money like eight weeks this season. I and mean, I'm going to bet them again. I think Iowa covers, but I do think Michigan wins the game. That's what, uh, I think... It's close. I'm gonna switch. He's switching. Okay. I think <laughs> okay. for every reason I stated against Ohio State, I'm gonna use the same reasons. The best player on the field is gonna be in Michigan. They're the best coach is gonna be in Michigan. And they he got over that hump. Like yeah. we shit on him for losing to Michigan State and losing a lead in that game. And then he got over this big game hump and I think it's all fucking glory from here. Michigan big. Yeah. I I think Michigan big here actually too. Um, yeah, Iowa is just kind of, they, they're crazy in the weirdest way. They're still 10 and two. They're a top 15 team, but, um, this Michigan team is peaking at the right time. We saw, we saw what they can produce on the field on Saturday, last Saturday. And um, Iowa lose to Purdue and Wisconsin. Yeah. And by a good amount, got their ass beat. Yeah. And at this Michigan team, I don't want to play them right now. Fuck no. Yeah. No, I mean, but the one thing you can say is they're coming off in a huge emotional game. The most emotional game they will ever play and, in their entire life. And that's what period. I'll say about college football is it's really hard for teams to match that emotion week in, week out. And I know it's a Big Ten they're championship. Good coaching. 
You better have good coaching. So, but they've been doing it all but year. Out, Michigan yeah. has been taking care outside of, of a second half to Michigan State. This has been the, one of the most consistent teams in football. But I was no slouch, so I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah. I really do. All right, Big Twelve Championship. You have number eight Baylor against number five Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's a five and a half point favorite. Who wins this game? Strictly for chaos. Let's go. And for K Morg. Yeah. Give Baylor, it. baby. Do it. Do it. Let's fucking go. Let's go, I Baylor. I don't even have a football explanation. Let's go, Baylor. Baylor. Don't need fuck one. Fuck it. Get after it. Let's go. And shake the playoffs up. Uh-huh. Wow. Because the yeah. committee is dying for Oak State to win. Oh, they want it so but bad. But here's the question. Dying. They want it. Does Baylor jump Notre Dame? No. If they win? No. You don't think so? No. They lost to the TCU. They're, they're done. All right. They're done. Give I will say this. Baylor by fucking 50. <laughs> Let's go. And I've been an Oklahoma State guy, but Baylor by 80. Give me Notre Dame in the playoffs without fucking Brian Kelly. And yeah. fuck around. We'll go dual dual head coaches. Just Reese and Freeman. Don't have to play Saban. Don't even need Notre gonna, Dame fucks around. They don't have to play Saban. They're gonna they're gonna breeze through and just say, we don't need a head coach. Wow. We're just gonna win the whole thing without a head coach. I will say this. I think one of those teams is losing for sure. Either Michigan or Oklahoma State. Coming off two emotional Michigan wins. Ain't losing. I don't know. I could see. Them I'll losing. say that and they'll fucking get blown out. <laughs> Let's call one of those football. teams is losing. Okay. One of those teams. I agree. Losing. I agree with you. I mean, obviously, you pick Baylor, so. But I'll agree. <laughs> like, if fucking Oak State wins, Michigan loses. Notre Dame's gonna it's win happening. the national championship. It's fucking oh, happening. Fuck. Does Brian Kelly get a ring? <laughs> I kill myself. Here, Brian Kelly got a here, ring. here is the. Okay, well, well, Jack Cohn is going to be the national champion quarterback. I have the worst case scenario of all time, but we'll say it after the next matchup. Oh, all right. Number three, Bama against number one, Georgia. SEC national championship. Georgia's favored by six and a half. This is in Hotlanta every year. Who do you got? I think six and a half is a lock. <laughs> I mean, from what we see on the right. field, Georgia is the best team as consistent advertised covers they only didn't cover one time this year and it was like a 50 point game 50 points against missouri yeah um 40 i think yeah 40 as yeah as hyped and as love we gave bryce young it's just not enough Mm -hmm. georgia georgia by i think they win this game by probably 20 points yeah georgia by a billion yeah georgia by a billion um i don't think there's more pressure on anyone in the country than kirby smart oof um, this is his year. He knows this is his year. The whole country knows this is his year. Um, I don't think that plays a factor into it, but you have to get over Big Bad Saban, and this is your time. There's so. a weird, there's a weird like, I mean, like obviously this has been Kirby. He's been on a downhill train. You know, he's unstoppable at this point. But at the same time, it's like if he, if he, if he slips up, doesn't win it, it's like, dude, how did you not win it? How this did you season? not win it? How did you not win it? You have exactly. elite players. Both sides of the And no one's talking about it, but George Pickens played last week. Yeah. <laughs> Their best receiver he's played. Back. One of the best receivers in the country. Yeah. He still might be a first rounder. Yeah. Like, he's back and no one's talking about it. I mean, he played limitedly, but you know what I mean? You give him a few more weeks, he'll be fine. For every Notre Dame and Cincinnati fan out there, let me give you the worst scenario possible. Bama wins. Michigan wins. And Oak State wins. They will fuck us royally. Uh, I don't think Cincinnati don't, gets fucked in that scenario. I don't scenario. think Cincinnati gets. I, I don't think Cincinnati I gets think fucked in that. I, I've seen it too many times, and especially last year, they will put Bama one, Michigan two, 
Georgia oh, three. Georgia three. It's, Oak State four. No, they'll keep Cincy. Four. They'll keep Cincy four. I pray to God. But that I, is the worst case. Bama winning is the worst case scenario for Cincinnati Notre Dame of all time. Let's get into it because I've been thinking about some crazy ass scenarios. Okay. Who gets in on this scenario, Kim Ward? Oh, I don't like hypotheticals. What? Georgia wins. Yeah, they're in. Iowa wins. They're not in. Baylor wins. They're not in. Cincinnati wins. They're in. Who are the other two teams? Notre Dame and... Picking the second team after Notre Dame Baylor? is fucking brutal. So hold on. It was Oklahoma State lost. So did Michigan. So did Michigan. <laughs> so is it Baylor? Since he's in. Yeah. Notre Dame's in. Then the fourth team is... Who's seven right now? Ohio State would be in. Holy fuck. Ohio State. Over Baylor? Over a conference champ Baylor? Yeah. Wow. I think so. I don't. I think Baylor gets in in that scenario. I don't know. I I think Ohio State might be in. I think. Because remember what the committee says. They said it. The, eight, whoever they think is the better football team. Really? Depending on how the Georgia game goes, two lost Bama gets in. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. That could happen. That too. honestly De- wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, Notre Dame, Bama. But they would say. Three, four. But again, they would say that they think Ohio State's better than than Baylor, and they'd put Ohio State in. Because they, they did that earlier. How shit is it that the committee's releasing the playoff at like 12 o'clock on Sunday in the middle of the NFL? What? Yeah. The official lock? Yeah. Why would they do or that? Or like right before the NFL. You can't do it fucking Monday before the game? Yeah. I understand. Pretty All right. Anything else in college football you got, Kim Oregon? I know you're. No, I'm pretty exhausted. My throat hurts. Because <laughs> it just got fucked by Brian Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus I'm wearing. Christ. Side note, I'm also wearing a shirt that's very intentional today. I saw Notre that. Dame and family. It just says Notre Dame, big ND with a family under it. We should have burned a Brian Kelly picture or something. I wish. But I, this just represents just everything that hey, Notre Dame is. Happy, and he will happy never birthday, by the wear way. this. Thank you. Shout out, Kim Ward. Thank you. It is also my birthday today, guys. There's way too much angst today. (laughs) But fuck Brian Kelly. Thank you. Good night. All right. (laughs) Moving on to NFL Week 12 competition. We had a shakeup in the NFL in our competition. All right. Let's start with B. B had eight points, totaling to 53. His lock was the Bengals. Fucking who day. And his upset was the Raiders. So hit a lock. WWCD. Big week, my friend. Um, Mac with three points. He is now up to 51. So he is now in last place. His lock was the Panthers. So right now he'd be driving to Carolina. His upset was the Saints, who did not win as well. Came more with five points. He's at 56 total. His lock was the Cowboys. They lost. His upset was the Saints. They lost as well. Um, I had three points. I had a bad week, um, totaling 63. My lock was the Cowboys. My upset was the Titans. They both lost as well. So big week for big week for B. He really needed this week. I fucking needed that bad. Not being in the How fourth many place. Five. You had five. Just all of my picks hit. Yep. Yeah. All, you hit all the picks. Yeah. I was almost per. The only pick I did not hit this week was Colts. Colts, yeah. That would have been huge. Yeah. I needed this bad. Not being in last place feels good because there, there's some pressure. I mean, there's only a few weeks left of this season. You know what I mean? Seven, six weeks? It's right. not a lot. It's not a lot of time I know, there's left. Six weeks left. Really six nice. weeks. And Mac will be driving to North Carolina so far. That's what we got. And if K. Moore gets in last place, it is Dallas. Not bad. And mine would be, my last would be Vegas. Mine, mine was Strate- Strategically done. Well, I mean, it's going to come down the wire. Six yeah. weeks left. Oh, definitely coming down the wire. All right, let's recap Thanksgiving. 
Um, we all watch, I'm sure, a lot of football. We're not going to talk about the lame-ass Bears and the Lions game. Terrible game that we even had to sit through. Um, but Raiders over the Cowboys. What a good game. Uh, must win for the Raiders. They lost two straight, I think. Um, they go into Dallas and they take care of business. They look good. Uh, even without Darren Waller, who got hurt in this game, Carr had a great game. Um, the Cowboys kind of fell flat on their, on their face. Um, what do you have on this game? One, um, what everyone's going to say is the penalties. Dallas fucking yeah. shot themselves in the foot. Number 30, what's his last name? Brown? Yeah. Yeah, and, I, I know Anthony you're talking about. Brown. He should have been cut before the plane ride. Um, bad. That is bad. So it was it was pretty shitty. And I don't want to hear Cowboy fans saying it was unfair. He fucking was past interference. My God. He was just bad. But positives is, you know, like you said, Derek Carr, man. He had a press conference. And something that came out to me during the press conference, like, man, I've been a Raider fan, like, my whole life. And pretty much for the last 20 years, they haven't been good. He's like, I'm fucking sick of it. You know what I mean? Not without the F-bomb, obviously. <laughs> no, Carr. he was a Cowboy fan. I saw a whole thing about him when he was a little but, kid. But he just, I mean, in his press conference, That's he That's his talked, typical freaking Derek Carr. No, he, he What? Why are you mad at Derek Carr? Just a hey, dude. look, he came out and said, I'm sick of the Raiders. If watching them and then playing for them. Sick of the Raiders being shitty. Something needs to happen. He went and balled out. He did. So fucking good for him. And I'm then a big Derek Carr fan. Yeah. I love the guy. And then on the other side of the ball, no CD, no Mari Cooper is fucking killing Dak Prescott. Yeah. True. And Zeke Zeke's still banged up. Like they should sit him for Tony Pollard, who's on my fantasy. They should see <laughs> Zeke who I'm playing against. But uh, I think CD's coming back this week. But good one for the Raiders. What Cooper, do you have in this Cooper's game? Cooper's back keyboard? this week too. Raiders are solid, man. Playoff team. You think they're a playoff team still? Oh yeah. Wow. Well, we got to get into that because I don't see how they make the playoffs. All right. Later that night, the Bills startle the Saints. Um, the Bills are a tough team to figure out for me. Uh, they're Some weeks they look like the best team in the AFC who we thought they were going to be. And then other weeks they just lay an egg. What's your thoughts on the Bills, K-Morgan? I, I, I don't like the Bills. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm not a Bills guy. I just, I'm staying away from them all year. Betting, locks, I just... I don't know what I see on the field, honestly. One week they look good, and then the next week, like, they beat the shit out of the Saints, who I thought were a decent football team, and then they'll lose to the fucking Jets or something. Like, it's inconsistent, and Josh Allen, I, I just don't know. I don't want to touch them. They got a big one this week we'll talk about later, too. I th- I think they walked into a no Camara, Trevor Simeon-led Saints team. Like, it is what it yeah, is. Right. You know what I mean? They have... Great defensive players, but it's like it's the same team last year that was really good, yeah. and like the same team that beat the Chiefs. Like, I, I, it's, I have no idea. Yeah, I literally have no idea. I mean, they're well coached. They have good they defensive are. players, but they lost White for the season. Yeah, that's, that's a, a huge loss, especially going against some of these playoff teams who have a, an elite wide receiver. You needed him on the field, so that's a huge loss. But I mean, Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, they will figure it out. They will be fine, but. You're right. They've been struggling, and I think this was more of what the Saints had on offense than what the Bills were doing. Fair. Yeah, uh, I think the Bills, like I said, they're tough to figure out, but I think they're still a really good football team, and you don't want to play this team later in the year uh, because they they have experience in the postseason, and then I still think you know they're a team that's going to be there at the end, pushing um, all the way up until the end. All right, let's go to Sunday. The Bengals fuck up the Steelers, <laughs> and. <laughs> This is a long time coming for us. You know, the Bengals, 
we, I've witnessed multiple, multiple seasons of the Steelers just kicking our ass, um, sweeping us multiple years, and I hate it. And I hate them. I hate their fans. I don't hate more a fan base more than I hate the Steelers. Uh, they're scumbags. Their players are scumbags. Their coaches are scumbags. Fuck yeah, get into I it. I fucking hate the Steelers. So for us to not only beat the shit out of them week three, 24-10, and then talk shit about how they quit. Tyler Boyd said they quit. You know, they had no heart out there. Um, and that was all bulletin board material for this week. And for us to just go and throttle them again this week in Cincinnati, um, Big Ben looked old. Um, we beat them so bad, it got to the point where, you know, they're turning on each other. Um, Big Ben looked, like I said, he looked old in that they wanted to want him to retire at the end of the season. And I think it was a good way to send Big Ben off because I think he's done after this season. And no better way for him to get out of Cincinnati than with the royal ass kicking. Um, it was just great. It was great to see. Um, I think the Bengals are coming around. I was at the game the week before in Vegas, and I saw a great win in Vegas against a Raider team that you guys both like. Um, and the Bengals handled them in the second half. Uh, they're finding their identity, and this was just a great great win. I, it was my lock for a reason. Um, the Bengals are upcoming, young, talented, talent everywhere. And, you know, outside of, you know, Fitzpatrick and Watt, their defense is not the Steelers defense we're used to. I think Devin Bush a little bit overrated. Mm. Um, we talk about this shitty offensive line every week, so I don't want to get into that. And then obviously, like they have outside of Harris, Fitzpatrick, and Watt. Hayward. I, uh, Hayward, yeah, but he's getting older. And I, I would say Deontay Johnson Claypool are pretty good. Outside of, you know, a few players, this is a bad roster. And you know, it's an aging roster at quarterback. The line's beat up. And the Bengals are just trending up. So I, this was my lock, easy lock at home. Because, I mean, it's still shit. They're, know, sh- they're shit. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it kind of felt like a passing of the guard. Like, Steelers, your time is done. It's not your division anymore. It's... The other three teams are just better than you right now. Yeah. Okay, Morg, did you watch this game? What did you th- think about this I didn't game? watch it all. Okay. That game, actually. Well, I had him text you about what the fuck's going on with Watt trying to beat up Burrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was fucking, that about? That's another fucking scumbag play. On an interception, if you ever go after the quarterback, you're just a scumbag. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. If you, ever, if you look for the quarterback and you want to go after him, and Watt didn't like blindside him or anything like that, but he grabbed him. By his shoulder pads, yeah, held him up. He's got 150 pounds on the guy. Like, come on, don't be a dickhead. And it was great to see, you know, our linemen come to his rescue, like, you know, like they should. and Like they didn't for Zach Wilson like, in the fucking Jets game? Yeah. That rattled me. And after the game, they, you know, they asked Burrow about it. He's like, oh, it was a clean block. I told him good block and all that. And I'm like, oh, you're, you're a fucking scumbag, Watt. And Claypool ripped off our corner's helmet on the sideline. <laughs> that was a scumbag move. It was just... They're scumbags. If you put on the fucking black and yellow, you're a piece of, Claypool piece of got, trash. Claypool got the the juju bug. The juju bug. He was not See what like, I did there? He was not like that at ND. No. Like at all. He is, he's kind he of a, a different player. character he guy right Claypool now. At ND. I love Claypool at ND. He's a fucking dude. They, yeah. got, they have a character issue over there, too. Did, did you see his comments after the game? Yeah, about the music thing? Yeah. Or, yeah, stupid. Tomlin and Hayward were fucking pissed about yeah. that. You know what? I'm gonna shit on Burrow a little bit because we just we love we suck the Bengals dick every week. 
He's a little too much into himself, I feel like, with his hair and everything. Every press conference, he's flipping his goddamn hair. Which is he's cool thinking Joe. he's like fucking like smoking Joe, cool Joe. Like, he, he, he thinks was, he's a guy. He was that's why one he's so one in an NFL draft after, after winning a national championship on the best college football team of all time. He's got fucking swag, dude. Yeah. But like, you're not. And don't that. say we suck the Bengals <laughs> dick every do week. It we do. We fucking hate him every week. Bullshit! I hate them every week. God damn it! Lock of the week. Hey, J- Joe. Joey B, you're not that guy. He is oh that guy. my god, <laughs> he is that guy. Yeah, hey, you see him put the fucking scooter on, dude. You're not that guy. He is that guy. All right, moving on. Patriots beat the Titans. Um, I watched a lot of this game. The Titans shot themselves in the foot so many fucking times, and they turned the ball in the red zone, turned the ball over in the red zone three times. They had a couple different fumbles. They just looked like trash. And no, you know, not to not credit the Patriots, but for like. For God's sakes, Titans, like you're playing in this huge game. You need to fucking take care of business and play well. And I know B mentioned the Cowboys without their weapons. It's even worse when the Titans don't have their weapons. No AJ Brown, no Julio, no Derrick Henry. It really got exposed here. I think a big loss that people are overlooking, like Titans have won good good games. Their defense is good. Um, This game, they kind of got a little exposed without the weapons, but uh, one of the kind of factors that stood out to me is like no Juno Smith, letting him walk yeah, to New England. Johnu, Johnu Smith, like that's he, he's been missing all year. They kind of needed that playmaker, and then AJ Brown going on IR sucks. I mean, they're just injury riddled. This is a good football team. They're just they're just injury riddled, and I mean, there's not much more to say about the Titans. I though I think they could still potentially win the division, make playoffs, but. No Henry, no no Julio, no AJ Brown. You said it best. Like they just Ryan Tannehill. Hey, he's terrible. He's he's not that guy. He's just not that guy. He's yeah. okay. I mean, like I'd actually an he's better Tannehill or Jimmy G. That was actually the argument I had with my dad oh, on okay. Sunday. We were sitting there talking about it. You argued about it. Yeah. What I side mean, were you on? I think we know what side he's on. I think they're the same guy. <laughs> Wait, who'd your dad say? He thinks that Tannehill's better than Jimmy right. G. And I think so they're the exact you same You argue guy. for us, for me? No, not really. I, I just don't think one's better than the other. I think they're the same I think guy. Tannehill's way more athletic. He's way more athletic. Um, but no, Jimmy can read a defense way better. I don't know about game, that. He's a better game manager than Fact. Tannehill. Fact. I think they're the same fucking guy. I don't, Tannehill's fucking terrible. Jimmy G's looked like shit on Sunday, too, so you can't even say that. Just keeps winning football just games. Just a dub. Right. Yeah, just easy dubs. And the Titans have a better record than the Niners. So um, who who wins the, in a football game right now? The Colts win that division. I mean, it depends who who plays for the Titans or not. T- tomorrow, Debo's not playing. For, our best player's not playing. I've, I think the Niners up. win. I think Niners game. are trending up uh, and they're trending down. Yeah, this is one of these just fucking. It, it's no, just it, no. We're it's Titans, just one of those Niners. years. Like Vrabel could get coach of the year if he ends up winning 12, 12 games because he. Uh, losing players left and right and they're they could still keep winning they're still a they've very won good, big games they're still a very good team i think they're i think the Titans are a very well, good team. let's talk about the other team patriots yeah rattled off six straight defense looks fucking incredible super bowl <laughs> we we fucking Mac- jumped on the patriots dick last uh last episode two oh yeah two two weeks ago <laughs> two weeks ago mac jones is the fucking <laughs> mac mac jones I'm, um, I'm same guy. In. I'm all in on Mac I'm Jones. I'm fucking all in. Mitch today texts me and goes, I need a Mac Jones jersey. I'm all in on Lock Mac it Jones. in. Patriot fans are they're back out of the, mm-hmm. the hiding. They took a year off. 
He's they're back. He's okay. Like he's fine. Like I'm not. I don't think he's the next guy. Like God, I think it's who on, would I take, Mac Jones or Joey B right now? Yeah, you're just now you're just trying to start <laughs> shit. Stop. Now you're just trying to. Start it's shit. honestly not even close. All right, <laughs> question. Real. This is a real football. And question. you know which way I'm leaning. I'm not reacting. I had, I had, a, I had an argument with this. Uh, um, I had an argument with a friend at work. Um, if Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, or Zach Wilson were in New England, you think same sort of productivity or, I mean, talk, talk to me. What do you, like, do you, you think, think it's Mac Jones, Jones is good or do you think if fucking Bill Belichick landed it's Trevor, like it would be a, no, I mean, if he landed Trevor, it'd be another level. Yeah, probably. I still, I still think Trevor Lawrence is really good. Mm -hmm. um, Justin Fields, you'd have this, you'd have a similar thing on the field than Mac Jones, but I don't think as much. Uh, Zach Wilson's just fucking terrible. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, okay. I agree. I guess um, Mac Jones is the perfect quarterback for the perfect system for the perfect coach for the next fifty years. He admitted it. Yeah, no, it's he a good fit. You admitted it. Talent Super Bowl. They're gonna win fifty more Super Bowls. Fucking Super no. Mac Jones gonna have Brady numbers. Stop. Fucking. He's everyone literally relax. better. <laughs> literally better than <laughs> Tom Brady. He's playing with Nelson fucking Aguilar. I'm gonna, exactly. I can't even fucking deal with you. Unbelievable. Guys right now. They're not that good. They're okay. They're so good. They're so fucking good. They're insane. <laughs> Number one in the AFC. That's a fact. I think they're two. I think the Ravens are one right now. Fuck the Ravens. The Patriots, though. Get off their dick. They're not that good. They're okay. They're unreal. All right. They're so good. We're moving on from the Patriots. The Bucks beat the Colts. Fuck. Tough game. Yeah. Um, hey, I mean, we're on, we've been on the Colts. You know, I think this is just one of those those cases where it's just... Kind of shot themselves in the foot. Yeah, I mean, the play calling, obviously, I think I would have liked them to run the ball more. It yeah. wasn't working early, so they, you know, they just mixed it up. I just think Carson Wentz, he's not that guy. He's not very good. Whoa, yeah, stand down. He played... He's not bad. Great, but also there are some drives where like, oh, there he is. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, it's the consistency. If he limits turnovers, this team yeah. could go to Good the point. Super Bowl. I don't think that's outrageous. They're not even going to the playoffs. What the fuck are we you talking wanna about? You want to bet? Yes. I'll bet you right now anything. Well, I want to get... I bet, I bet they win division. Colts, Patriots, AFC Championship. Come on. They're only two games back. They're more than that. No, they're not. I'm going to look Two and up. a half since they've lost to Tennessee. They have six wins. What's your problem? No. What's this guy's What's issue? This guy's deal. Bet me right now. They're not okay. Bet me anything. That they win the division or they go to the playoffs. Both. Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Yeah. Ten grand. <laughs> I want ten grand. Yeah, that's fine. We're Crazy talk, horse <laughs> trip. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about this in a second. But Just, I want to get in, okay. after we get through these games. I want to fucking get into these. Edit that out. Um, <laughs> any, I'll, I'll bet anything. Let's talk about this game more. Um, I was on the Bucks. I was on the Bucks heavy on this, uh, just because I think they're the better team. I think better quarterback, um, just better all on roster. The Bucks needed this. They were struggling on the road. I think two straight road losses. Um, it was a good game. Came down to the wire. I Be think, better overall roster is a little heavy, but I mean the Bucks brought everyone back and they went to this, won the Super Bowl last year. You can't say that. I mean, we go position by position. They don't have a better offensive line. They it's don't. A push. I mean, defensive lines a push. I think linebackers. I mean, Leonard is just as good as those young kids and David and White. Yeah, they, they've got two of them though. Bucks. Yeah. Like, and both have a secondary very average. Yeah, both have a average secondary. 
And then why? Obviously, the weapons around Brady are fucking astronomically Stupid, better. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think it was a good win for the Bucks. They needed this. Culture playoff team, though. We'll talk about that They're in a good. second. Broncos beat the Chargers. What the hell is wrong with the Chargers? They suck. Another one of my Do reasons why I think the Colts can make playoffs. These guys can't fucking pull their head out of their ass. Well, they just can't find consistency. They'll win a big game, lose a game. Win a big game, lose a game. That's kind of been the trend for them all year. And why they, can't they figure it out multiple weeks? They were 4-1 and one at one point in the season, Cody. So it's not like... They're win-loss, win-loss. They well, look, fucking, at the last, look at the last four weeks. It's win-loss, win-loss. Yeah, but they started off so hot and then dropped a bunch of games. Dropped three in a row. Yeah, but you're, you are who you are lately, right? And that's what we always talk about. Okay. They're, they, lo- they lose to the better teams, though. They're kind of like the Rams. I think they're a year away. But I don't think the Broncos are a better team necessarily. But here, here's Maybe my th- more physical teams. I think they're more physical. They proved that in the Dallas game. They This Bronco team could scratch and call for a win. Do you, you know, they have... A better quarterback, obviously Justin Herbert fucking shits on Teddy B or whoever is in the game, but they just weren't as as physical up front, and they kind of like had a surge late that didn't matter. Like you you can't just get beat in the first half like this. It's an NFL and expect to come back and win. You know what I mean? No, I I agree, and I think they're lacking that identity as a team. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't use Eckler the way they should. Uh, but di- then they do against Steelers. Yeah, you, know what you mean it fucking bugs me. Yeah, I think offensively they just have an identity. The defense is playing solid. The defense is fine. They gave a bunch of points late to the Steelers. Um, but they're tough to say. I mean, I'm going to see them in person this week too. Yeah. So we'll talk a little more about and, the Chargers. And I wouldn't be I mean, too surprised if they fucking win. But <laughs> Honestly, they, yeah. I think they're one year away. They have $75 million cap space next year. Go get Justin Herbert, everybody, and then then we'll talk next year. What about the Broncos? Are the Broncos a quarterback away from winning division? Yeah. Straight up, and that that bet with me and K Morgan's getting really fucking close. It's yeah, Carolina and, and Denver. No, Denver is equipped, man. Everywhere, it's kind of void since my fucking quarterback got blown. If John Elway could him. pick a fucking quarterback huh? out of his ass, they benched him. His arm's dead. He sucks. Comeback player of the year. Just sleep. Don't sleep on him. I'm so gonna win that bet. Put Sam Darnold back in. I know. God. No, I mean Broncos are are great. They're I mean, a good team. They're. They, they literally need a quarterback. That's it. Yeah. They have Sutton. They have Fant. They have Judy. They have Williams. Melvin Gordon. Average line. Defense is physical up front. Bradley Chubb's back. And that uh, Bama corner is fucking good. Patrick Sertain. Two, two picks. One and a pick six. And they re-signed their safety. The Broncos are a good team. They, Simmons is a good player. They need to draft, you know. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Wow. Sam Howell, you think that's a good fit there? Yeah, I actually think that's a good fit. I like it. I can see them taking like Kenny Pickett just being terrible though. There, that's a mean? fucking bad pick. <laughs> just Drew Locke. Yeah, just Drew just Locke. Put Jr. Drew Locke with yeah. Pickett on the back of the jersey. Jesus Same Christ. fucking guy. Same, Same guy. All right. Packers. Big win for the Packers. Um, they take care of business at home against the Rams. The Rams coming off a bye. Um, good for the Packers. I mean, they're looking like an elite team in the NFC, if not the best team in the NFC. Um, this was a big one. Yeah, I mean, good win. Rashawn Gary uh, playing was huge. And I felt like we're kind of missing that in the Vikings game, that, like, extra fucking half a second we needed to get to the quarterback. Because we're all over Cousins. It was just late. And then this Rams game, we're there. And Gary was kind of the difference there. It forced a turnover in the red zone. Gary's turned out to be a really good player He's for you really guys. He's really fucking good. And he was somewhat underwhelming at Michigan. 
And I remember when you guys drafted him, everyone was like, oh, like, not a you know good high school prospect, number one out of high school, and then kind of did nothing. Yeah, but he's, but he's been a guy six, for you guys. 6'5", 265, runs a 4'4". He'll do something. No, we'll that, we'll get him. We'll coach the, him up. That's kind of the story of the Packers. They draft guys with kind of questionable drafts end up being fucking dudes. Um, the quarter they got this year from Georgia. Eric Stokes is he's a gamer. And he's white on rice, bro. But he cannot locate a ball in the air. Yeah, he's real My bad God. Ball, skills. ball skills. He's right He's right on the receiver. He has great man-to-man coverage. He's fucking there every time. And Razul Douglas, fucking defense player of the week. Yeah, pick, pick had a huge pick six late to kind of seal it. I would say seal it there. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful play on the ball. Yeah, this defense playing great, man. And Aaron, Aaron's picking it up the last couple weeks. With that fucked up toe. He's picking it up. The offense is still not ranked pretty high. I mean, we're not like uh, this outstanding offense. So if we can get dialed in on offense a little bit more, this defense is giving us every opportunity to win every game. And Jair's going to come back. Jair's going to come back. And, you know, Bacciari should help secure the line. And Yeah, that'll the, be huge. But our third string left tackle is playing great. I can't even pronounce his fucking name. but Yeah, he's playing great. This is his fourth start this year. He's playing good football. Let's talk about the Rams. The Rams are in big, big trouble. We talked about it after... The Monday night game that K. Morgue was at against the Niners. Uh, they lost that game. They just got beat up. Then they have a bye, and then they go to this game, and they lose. Um, there's major concern for the Rams because, like we said before, if you play a team that hits you in the mouth, they get hit in the mouth, and they don't recover from it. They're not tough. They're not good in the trenches. And they have a lot of good names in there, but they're just not good down there. Um, Stafford's turned out to be the same old Stafford. He's not taking this offense to the next level. How concerned are you with the Rams? Rams suck. <laughs> They're fucking terrible. Terrible, come on. That's all you got? They're terrible. No, I know I, you hate them, but... I, I just, like... They're soft. They're weak. Yeah. That's it. Like, fucking... Ramsey's terrible. He talks shit, and he's the worst corner in the NFL. He, he gets fucking smoked by Adams. Yeah, it's Aaron, not even close. Aaron Donald's a psychopath. <laughs> trying to choke people out on the field. Yeah, see that, you up. see that bullshit, dude? All Stafford does is throw interceptions. Like, this team is in shambles. Sean McVay is fucking panicking. So, I guarantee it. Here, here's the issue, and and you'll notice this. And this is when things change. Jared Goff had a really good year, right? I'm, I'm going back to Jared Goff. His running back had 20 fucking touchdowns. Yeah. Okay? And, a th- you know, 1,200 yards. The next year, they did not have a running game. Jared Goff wasn't very good, Mm -hmm. okay? They go to Stafford, and Stafford's a big arm. He's going to make the plays. He's better than Goff. He's better than Goff. But you still cannot run the ball in this offense. McVay, LaFleur, Shanahan, they have to run the ball successful for their play actions, for their route running to be successful because most most of their plays are built off a play action run, first first read throw because they're coaching – their offensive coaching is is pretty elite to to an extent. And you can I know we already talked about it, but you can throw the Bengals in that mix too. I mean, no, that's why the Bengals are having can't. success. No, you can't. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> but it's a tree. It's because that tree. Because he came from the McVay, the Shanahan, the West Coast offense. But if you and tr- the Bengals are winning games because they're running the ball so If well. you trust the offense, the quarterback will any quarterback could do well if you trust yeah, that of offense. Course. But it starts with successful running game. They have no success, and that the started. The Rams have zero draft picks for the next like eight yeah. years, and that started in the off season with Acres going down, right? Yeah, well, it's yeah, that hurt. Also, like the left tackle's eighty years old from the Bengals. What's, Whitworth, he's so old, and he's getting his ass beat all the time. No, he's been good. Nah, he's been terrible. He's been fine. Their interiors <laughs> trash. The Rams are just in shambles. Yeah. They're gonna be bad next ten years. 
I have a scenario because I looked at I or looked they at their the Super Bowl. Honest, no, I looked at the <laughs> remaining. What the fuck is wrong with you? I looked at the remaining <laughs> schedule. Know. It's a long day. I looked at the remaining schedule. There is an opportunity that but, they can, they can miss playoffs. Oh, I love it. <laughs> well, let's. I want to ask you that, okay. that later on. I don't so, think they do, but there um, is an opportunity there. Let's talk K Morg's team. The Niners with a big win against the Vikings. I watched this game. Really good game, back and forth. Um, I thought both teams played well at times. I thought both teams played poorly at times. Um, but the big, the big thing with this game is the Niners have that head-to-head with the Vikings when they're coming down to the wire um, on those playoff seating. So, uh, thoughts on this game? The Niners are scary. Actually, that's what I'll say. They're trending in the right direction. Um, I know you give me shit for trying to hype this team up because my wife, but they. They're not a team I want to play right now. Um, the Niners being good and healthy is not good for any team that has a home playoff game. And I, I want the number one seed for that reason. I See why. What do you think? I mean, I think the Niners are playing really good football right now for sure, but I'm not willing to go where B's going um, with them being that scary. Shocker. <laughs> Shock. No, I just mean like... Every time I hype the Niners up, he's like... he. He hates and it. he says I shit on the Bengals all the time. It's I'm unbelievable. Just, I'm just speaking the truth. Like so do I. So what's you, your truth? I just don't. I'm not. I think they're a very good football team. I'm not to the level you're at with concern of playing against. Can I ask team. why? Because Jimmy, G. Jimmy G's a big reason, but yeah. also yeah. I mean, fair. the offense is right now without Kittle. The offense is Debo, and that's it. Like that's literally the offense, and right? Now. And he's hurt. So that makes they they could it, drop games without Debo. That's that is concerning. But he looks unstoppable. He's a very good player. He's by far their best offensive player right now with Kittle out. He's the best player in the NFL right now. Can we cut okay. this guy's fucking mic off? Is, is Debo Samuel not all pro this year? He is. He is. He he's is. Is that not good. a top three receiver? He's three. Yeah. He really is. You're gonna say one Adams, two Cup. Three Devon, one three cup. Debo. I mean, he okay. he has fucking like twelve hundred yards. <laughs> I don't even think you can call Debo a receiver. No, we're just talking about stats for the year. Yeah, like, he's all pro. Debo Debo's a fucking doing, running back right now. Doing he's great. Everything he is, he's, he's off everything. They, he's the whole offense. Honestly, I think Shanahan looked over at Cordell Patterson in Atlanta and goes, "This fucking works. Let's. <laughs> I have a yeah. better player. Yeah, that's yeah. My guy's a lot better than <laughs> yeah. this fucking guy. Younger, faster, stronger. No, but this. I'm very impressed with what I'm seeing on the field from Shanahan. I mean. Like I said, the injury bug is still going around with the Niners. Like yeah. Debo just went down. McGlinchey's out for the season. You know, he went out like a week ago. So the I defense mean, is healthy though. And the it defense matters. is healthy. It matters. You know, Trent Williams is bullying people at offensive line. Elijah Mitchell can run the football. We're running the football like seventy percent yeah. right now. And like, you beat a team that was hot. Like Vikings. Minnesota hot. was hot. We Minnesota. beat a team That's that a good we match up poorly against too, because they have two really good receivers. And your secondary is not that was really a good. Catch. Catch. terrible. Dealing that was a catch, by the way. Terrible that was call. a catch. terrible fucking call. I don't even but remember. We won. I don't care. No, I mean, I think both teams still make playoffs. The Vikings Niners are going to be wild card teams, and that that's a scary team. To scary play. Because both, both teams scary because defense and running the football travel, regardless. Yeah, yeah it, it does. All right, Monday Night Football. Washington Football Team survives against the Seahawks. Um, Washington Football Team moves in the seventh seed as of right now. They're hot. They're a team that's kind of scary. I mean, no Chase Young hurts them a bit, but. They're playing really well right now. This is the team I expected to start the year because this is how they ended last year. Yeah. And they, they kind of had a, a slow start, but they're playing. You're right. They're playing good football. They're getting after the quarterback. Um, and the Eagles fucked up. So this seventh seed spot was 
Eagles up for grab. They play fucking Washington twice, the Giants and the Cowboys. Like, that division was up for grabs if the Eagles fucking pull their head out of their ass. Now, that seven seed fucking, who knows? Whatever NFC East team decides to play football that week. That's all I got, really. I I think, like you said, Washington's playing good football, but this was, the seven seed was the Eagles to have and hold, and they fucked up. Yeah. Three picks by Jalen Hurts. That was four. Four. Yeah, sorry. Brutal. Do you believe in Washington football team? I don't. I like, the, I like their defense, but I don't think Heineke's is good too is good enough to make the playoffs this year. All right, so let's get into it. I mean, we talked a little bit last week. As of this week, actually it was two weeks ago. Who are your NFC playoff teams and seedings? Okay. So I'll, do this every week. Yeah, I'll start. Well, it's two weeks, every two weeks. I'll start. Um I think the Packers can get that they we have that head-to-head tiebreaker over the cardinals yeah so i think we could get that one seed back so i'll give packers um and then cardinals i think cowboys can hold on they're gonna get their wide receivers back so cowboys and you know the bucks those those would be your division winners and then wild card you know i said it already kind of so niners vikings and that seventh seed i'm gonna hold out hope I'm gonna, no, I I don't know. I'm gonna hold out hope that I think the the Eagles they play Washington twice, and I think that those are huge games. So I, I think I'm gonna say Eagles right now. I just don't think anyone could pass the Rams because I mean, as far as them not making the playoffs, because they still have a two game lead with six to go. I'm and those teams behind them aren't good enough in the seventh seed for them not to make the playoffs. I, I think the Rams could lose out, bro. They're not going to lose out. The Rams will not lose out. All right, game. then let's you know Rams, Rams, Vikings, Niners. They play the Jaguars. This I week. don't think that's going to be any change from you guys, though. I, I I think it's the Niners, the Vikings, and the Rams are the wild card teams. Okay, fair. And I, it, I think the exact same thing. Okay, so we're we're on the same there. AFC, what do you got? AFC, I like. This is a switch up from two weeks ago, so yeah. I love it. Like a huge switch up. Um, I got Colts winning division. Um, not one seed. I think the one seed will go to the Chiefs now. Uh, Ravens winning the division. And, you know, Patriots winning the division. I think they'll be, you know, tiebreaker, maybe same record as Chiefs for a one spot. But And then your wild cards. This is, this is the switch. This is the interesting part. Um, I'm putting the Bengals in there. I'm putting the Bengals in there. I think they're they're ready to go. I think they could even win a playoff game. And I'm going to put the Titans, who are going to lose the, the division to the Colts. So Bengals, Titans, and Bills. So you don't have the fucking Colts. Oh, you have the Colts winning it. I have the Colts winning, winning. division. Wild card, Titans, Bills, Bengals. Okay. Patriots, Ravens, Chiefs, you know, Colts, division winners. I have the same thing. Same exact. You have thing. the Colts winning the division. Yeah, I've been on the Colts, and the Colts look really good. Uh, yeah, even, Titans going to win the division. Ah, uh, well, look at the remaining schedules. Let's look at Indianapolis' remaining schedule. Okay, they go to Houston this week. That's a win. Okay, they go. They're at home against the Patriots. You okay. can't say that's a win right now. If we did a competition, none of you guys would pick the Colts in that game. You guys would pick. Well, we're going to put it on the competition. I'll pick the Colts for you. Okay. So you think they win that game? Fair. I think that's the worst matchup for the Patriots. Okay. Then they're at Arizona. 
I don't think they win that game. Okay. I think the Raider game's a complete toss-up. I think that Fair. Toss-up. What, what do the coins say, you know? What do the coins say? And then I think they win at the Jags. So I think you got two wins, two losses, and then a wild card in there. Okay. So say they win. That's Say they win three games. That pits them at nine wins. It. I think they need four. They Yeah, because the Titans are already at eight wins. That's The Titans not winning one one more game. Possible. I just I like where and the, the Colts Titans have the head. Even in the, even in the Colts loss, I, I think they played phenomenal. And the Titans the Titans schedule they got the Jaguars, they're at the Steelers, they're at home against the Niners, they're at home against the Dolphins, and they're at the Texans. Steelers, Dolphins, Niners, all teams they could lose to because they're not okay. Healthy. Fine. Then you still have two wins in there, and you're still getting to ten wins. That's why I'm saying four wins for Colts has to win the division. Right. Okay. What about your seating? I have. Uh, the Bills won. Wow. Okay. The Bills won the division. I have. So we know where he's going this week. Continue. Um, I think Baltimore. I think Baltimore right now has the edge, but the Bengals win. They have the tiebreaker because they beat them the first time. Fair. I, I'm still up in the air about who wins the division in the North. Um, whoever doesn't is going to be the five seed, I think. Uh, then I think the. Um, shoot. Who am I missing? I think the Titans win the division and then Kansas City. Then the wildcard teams are either the Bengals or Baltimore. Okay. I think the Chargers make the playoffs and the Patriots. Okay. I mean, Patriots are lock. Right. I um, think, and I, I think you guys are right there as a lock almost. I think if you guys beat the Chargers this weekend, I think you're in. Like, So, Kay Morg, you said Raiders are a playoff team. You didn't put them in. I'm just talking out of my ass. Okay. <laughs> that was just fair because they're well, they're right there I mean, in a way they're in right there my team that i would take out would be titans i just think they're on yeah. a bad down but they spiral. already have eight wins that's the thing. that's that's the problem is i want to take them out. out too yeah but they could lose out i'm not gonna lose so out my di- my yeah. difference um <laughs> my difference from the last time we did this adding Bengals, dropping chargers and this weekend you'll kind of know why oh so that's where we're going all right so big nuts player of the week for week 12, was it? Yeah, week 12. Um, who's your big nuts player of the week? Rashawn Douglas. All right. NFC defense player of the week. Pick six. Closed the game out. Played great. He gave up the uh, one big play to Odell Beckham for a touchdown. Outside of that, he played perfect. Okay, Morg? Antoine Winfield for the Bucks. That fucking interception he had was fucking legit. Unreal. He's a dude. He outjumped Pittman? He's the only guy that's good in that secondary for the Bucks. He's keeping them together. That guy's fucking solid. Two secondary players. Tight. Joe Mixon. AFC oh, yeah. rushing leader. Monster. 28 carries, 165 yards, and two tugs. Um, he's not the AFC rushing leader that week, but JT. Don't get it twisted. Oh, yeah. JT. But he's, I think he's third in the. Behind, behind a guy who's injured. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Fucking nuts. All right. Week 13 competition. Let's get into it. Let's start with the game I will be at Chargers at Bengals. You know where I'm going with this. Where's Matt going? Uh, let me look at Matt. While I'm looking at Matt, who do you got, B? I said it. Um, I think Bengals are a better football team. Wow. That's same. very simple. Car- Chargers are too inconsistent for me to pick. Yeah. Ryan is also going with the Bengals, so we have a clean sweep with the Bengals. Yeah, that's interesting. I am worried about this game. I will say I, I am very worried about this game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers fucked around one, like, but they shouldn't. It's the smarter pick as Bengals, especially at home. Yeah. At home, Bengals are better. All right, Washington football team in Vegas against the Raiders. 
Mac is going with the Raiders. Um, Kate Moore, who do you got? Raiders, easy. Blow them out. What's I, the spread? I think this is a clean sweep. I think Crosby's different maker, Raiders. Wow. Um, I'll go football team just to be different, try to gain a point. I mean, I don't have really no reason behind it. I think both these teams are tough to figure out. Both are playing decent football. Yeah. But I'll um, I'll go football team just to be try to get that point. Okay. All right, Giants at the Dolphins, two teams that are bad but not that bad. Like I think they're That's a good take. Like, That's a really good take. They're bad, but they're not terrible. No yeah. Clue. Um, I'm gonna go Dolphins. I I'm, I think they're playing really good football right now. Mac is also gonna go Dolphins. K Moore will also go Dolphins. Wow. B, uh, this is a sweep. Just more sweeps this week than I thought on these games. Yeah, just do the fact I Dolphins what. Four straight, five straight. I think yeah. we might have a sweep on every game right now. I'm not even kidding. We I'm could the board. Well, the last no, one maybe not. No, that last one. I mean, you couldn't pick five better games though. I, the games are not good this yeah. week. Yeah. All right, Sunday night football, which is bullshit. Should have been the Chargers and Bengals, but it's Broncos at Chiefs. Is anyone taking the Broncos in this game? No, sir. Uh, see why? No, I can't do it. Max taking obviously the Chiefs. I can't do it. I Bing. want. To, I I kind of low key want to. I do want to go on record and say, don't be surprised. I'd be surprised. I would be very surprised. Would, uh, don't be surprised. It's a bad matchup. The Broncos have been fucking beating the shit out of this division. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Monday Night Football: Patriots at Bills. I'm obviously going the Bills. Mac is going with the Bills as well. Come on. You know where we're <laughs> well, going. You know where we're going. Future Super Bowl Come champion on. Patriots. Come on, dog. Mac Jones smack this shit, boy. Yeah, the GOAT. All right. God, he's so much better than Josh Allen. <laughs> lock of the week. <laughs> Mac is going with the Rams as his lock of the week. B, who do you got? Um, I feel like I wrote this down somewhere. I'm also going to go with the Rams. Just save it. I mean, I had the Rams on mine. I don't want to miss. I, I wrote it down. Early. The Rams. Really? Huh? Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. You're taking the Rams, too? I'm taking the Jags at home. You guys scared of a little fucking L.A. driver? I've what? missed three straight fucking locks. Oh, fun. Fun fact. I'm supposed to go to this game. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah, Trevor. I want to see Trevor Lawrence week one. Now I really don't want to go to this game, but Colts. So lock Colts. Colts. Colts at Houston. Houston. I think JT has one of those 40 burgers again. You definitely All right, could. upset. First, I don't think I told Mac this probably wasn't gonna work as upset, so he gave me another one. But just for shits and gigs, is the Patriots an upset? That's definitely not an upset. All right, we just picked them. All right, that's what I thought too. Um, so Mac is gonna go with the Saints as his upset on Thursday night against them boys. That's tight. Okay, Morg, who's your upset? Uh, come back to me. B, I, I'm, I'm searching. Uh, as much shit as I just talked, I think Pittsburgh matches well against the Ravens. I almost picked that one, I too. Was... They're at home. They got embarrassed. I think they play up for this. I'm going to go with the J-E-T-S Jets at home against the Eagles. I fucking love it, kind of. <laughs> I kind of love it. Damn it. Hurts is playing, though. I don't care. He said he, said he was going to play. Oh, man. I want to take the Lions against the Vikings. No, you don't. I just don't think so. But like, <laughs> they haven't won. Got to win eventually, right? Hey, something's got to give. They've got to win eventually, right? Do it. Uh, I oh, that would man. fuck the Vikings playoffs. That oh. would fuck them up bad. That would be so bad. Yeah, just give me the fucking Lions. Whatever. Wow, that's sick. 
Just giving it away at this point. Yeah, they're not going to win. All right, I didn't run off my picks for the college football, so I'll do it all at once. Um, this is it. I picked every conference championship game, just your heads up, on the lines. So, yeah, shoot it. Uh, I like UTSA plus one and a half at Western Kentucky. What I think fucking <laughs> conference is that? UTSA is a good fucking Can you inform team. the... The listeners, what conference that is? Let me look it up. Hold on. Now I got to fucking look <laughs> Who up. Who cares? Keep going. All right. No, I'll look it up for B because you know what? He wants to see it. And I, ne- I actually need to know what conference it is now too. It's the Conference USA. Duh. Okay. All right. I got Oregon plus three. I already mentioned it versus Utah, neutral site. Um, Baylor plus five and a half against Oklahoma State. Fuck yeah. Go Bears. Let's go. I like Northern Illinois against Kent State plus two and a half. All dogs so far, by the way. Dog train. Um, then I'll go with the favorite. San, San Diego, Diego State minus six game. against Utah Valley. I think they crushed them. I like... Um, actually, I'm surprised Brady Hoke didn't really get some he already, love. He's already had his shot at Michigan. They're I know, like, but yeah. he's doing well. Um, I like Appalachian State against Lafayette. Lafayette lost their coach. Losing think, a coach is not good. Yeah, App State's only three-point three except favorite. For, except for Notre Dame. <laughs> Playoff team. App State's a good football team, too. I like Georgia minus six and a half against Bam. We talked about it. Love, love the Bearcats minus ten and a half. I think they blow out Houston. I like Iowa plus ten and a half. I think they stay in the number. Um, and then I'll take Pitt minus three against Wake. Um, NFL. I have a huge card this week. I like the Cowboys minus four and a half Thursday night. I like the Cardinals minus eight. Uh, let me see these opponents because I didn't write down opponents for them. But um, I have it right here. What other game? They're playing the Bears. Sir. Yeah, Cardinals minus eight against the Bears. I like the Vikings minus seven against the Lions. I like the Dolphins minus three against the Giants. I think it's up to four now. Uh, Colts minus nine against uh, the Texans. Um, I like the under in the Washington football team in Vegas game. Um, I think both those defenses are playing well to keep it under 49. I like the Rams minus 13, and I like the Bills minus three. All right, so those are CUI's picks. You don't like them or what? I mean, I don't Not like the Patriots. Yeah, Come don't, on, don't bet against the Patriots, man. That's Mac crazy. Jones. What the fuck? Just pretend you're looking at 2007 Patriots. It's All right, same fucking team. Time for the wrap it up with the. <laughs> no, do you have any picks, Kim Morgan? No, I got UFC. Oh shit, we got some UFC. Some UFC. I mean, it's actually a really good uh, main card, at least for uh, fight night. We got Rob Font, Jose Aldo at the main. I'm on Rob Font. I know CY is probably on Aldo. Yeah, I, I think it's a close fight though. I like Font. Font has some fucking stupid hands. Stupid hands. Yeah, like I'm sorry, like I'm. We're not living in you know 08 anymore. We're not. It's we're, over. Time's it's, over. It's 12 years ago. All right. Brad Riddell, Rafael Fazeev. This fight is gonna be a fucking banger. Lightweight. This is like two guys that are right around the top 15. Um, Brad Riddell just coming off that insane fight against Drew Dober where they went blow for blow for three rounds and Riddell pulled it out. Fazeev just coming off a win against Bobby Green. Um, I like Brad Riddell here as the dog at plus 110. Is he a dog? Well, I mean, it's Faziev is minus 130, uh, and he's a 110 a, dog. It's pretty, almost it's almost, a, it's almost, a, it's almost a flip, but I like I like Riddell's hands here. I think yeah. he's got a little more heart and cardio in this I fight. I liked what I saw from his last fight, yeah. so I'm, I'll ride with that. I'm solid. I mean, you got Clay Guida in fight three. Oh, my God. <laughs> did, you see is why he not I was dead? Like, <laughs> that guy always gets his ass beat. you got to love this guy. I love Clay Guida. Yeah, he's the best. I mean, it's good. It's always a good and entertaining fight when he fights. Um, you have two in a division that's not as stacked as it used to be. You have two light heavyweights, Jimmy Crute and Jamal Hill, two guys that are ranked in the top 15 right now. Uh, Jamal Hill is just coming off that snapped elbow from Paul Craig. So, I mean, apparently he's fine. 
I like Jimmy Crude. He's coming off the loss against Anthony Smith where he blew out his knee too, though. Yeah. Kind of a weird fight. Might want to stay away there, but this overall, it's a pretty good card. It's going to be a fun fight night. I'm excited for it. This is, uh, we're in Cincinnati, so the main card starts at 10. That's 10 p.m. Sick. Oh, yeah. You're going to be watching UFC till 3 a.m. Yeah. That's, Unbelievable. That's, that's great. so sick. All right. We'll post um, the fight night picks as well as along with uh, my picks for the college football NFL. We're coming down to it, boys. College football is almost done. NFL's got six weeks left, so we got to enjoy it. What do you it. got? Oh, yeah. All right, top five. What do you got for In me? the episode. So with the, the end of the regular season for college football, I have the top five disappointing teams for this season. College football teams? College football teams for this season. Okay. Ooh. Um, I got one honorable mention. What is it? Texas. Texas is honorable that mention. That should be. I know. It was I got to hear your hey, rest. Pump, yeah. pump that up. Yeah, Texas is like, honorable you mention. You got to pump those numbers up. Um, number five, USC. Um, USC was a top 15 team coming into the season. Yeah. Clay Hill gets fired midway through. Slovis has a down year when he's supposed to be a Heisman favorite. Yeah. There's, pe- there's people in mock drafts before college football season started had Slovis first round. Pick. Yeah. They yeah. had him super high. USC is number five. That's not a bad pick. It's just I didn't think they were going to be very good. So, right. you know, but I know a lot of fans. Yeah. Um, number four, North Carolina. North Carolina was number 10 in the country preseason. Um, they did not live up to expectations whatsoever. Not really Sam Howell's fault. It was kind of everything around him. Their defense is terrible. I'd switch them in Texas because at least he finished the year strong. I mean, he damn near almost beat NC State alone. Yeah, but, and, but North you Carolina was... Did see them blow that game, by the way? Yes, they blew Oh, that was back. disgusting. North Carolina was number 10 team in the country preseason, the way they no, finished. I, that's why, you know, Texas... I'll, I'll agree because I, I, love, I love them. I love Sam Howell. So it I was really a little... It was a big disappointment year. Yeah. Um, number three, Texas A&M. Texas A&M was number five in the country to start the year. They ended up losing, what, four games? Yeah. They look like shit. Um, they beat Bama. You thought it might turn around. Wait, and didn't I, you say they have a top five roster? They did, and they just disappointed. They, were like they, lost, the hey, they lost two in a row after that. Yeah. Ole Miss, LSU. Oh, I love it. Hey, fucking he fucking said it. Gundy was going to get fired. We can't give him shit. Pre-season. It's all my fucking takes. The hell? We're just talking about two you weeks said that ago. Two weeks ago, they yeah. did have a top five roster. They just didn't play pre-season, well. They don't. They're terrible. Preseason takes go out the fucking window They're in chaos. Terrible. Three weeks into college football, it's number chaos. three is Texas A and M. Number two, Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma. We had them in That's our college unfair. football. We had them in our college football championship. We said they were not me. Lost two games. They were not one of the best teams in the country all year. They performed under expectations all year. Still going to finish a top 15 team. Like is this a not... Spencer Rattler list or is this Oklahoma? I mean, Spen- they won 10 games. Yeah, but they we expect them to be in the playoffs. We expect them to win the Big 12. True. We expected them to be an elite team. They were. You had them win the national championship, right? Yeah, I mean, you had them in the playoff. Yeah, in the cha- championship game or had, the in the game a, against Georgia, yeah. I had, so, a, miss, Georgia I had a missing playoffs, but I also had Clemson winning the we, national championship. <laughs> I hope that's number one. We thought Oklahoma's defense was going to be good. We were fooled on that. Oklahoma yeah. was very disappointing. Yeah, number one, Clemson. Yeah, Clemson. I mean, it's hard not to pick Clemson. Started season as three, and uh, only lost to fucking Georgia by uh, two points, two, three points. Yeah, it's something like that. Very anyway. simple. Yeah, I mean, I almost for for Clemson. It's funny is they finished the season ranked, if I'm not mistaken. I think they, they were like twenty, I think twenty third or something like that. They yeah, only lost they, three games. They started fucking up some teams' dreams. Oh, they did. Like <laughs> wait, they beat the shit out of Wake Forest. You yeah. know what I mean, like they're 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 not like a bad football team. They're actually twentieth. Yeah, like and like kind of what you said. It's like Oklahoma's not a bad football team. It's just they weren't. They didn't finish top ten like they normally do. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, having those teams on the list makes sense because. 
all of us, like you said, all of us included had, you know, both or one in the playoffs, if not winning. I thought – I feel like this list is more of a quarterback thing. Like, DJ Spencer well, Rattler. All those, I mean, honestly, if you would have had a top five under, you know, uh, most disappointing quarterback list, DJ's, every single quarterback you just said is on yeah. that list. All right, let's wrap up. We'll be back in next week after hopefully we have a Bearcats playoff game to fucking look forward let's to. Let's fucking I, go. I want to talk about a Bearcats playoff game for fucking four weeks. Hell yeah. Go Bearcats. All right, TD Podcast, we're out. We're out.